0: Welcome to Sister Night, the penultimate episode. We're really excited.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, everyone. How are we feeling?
0: <laughs> um, I don't even know how to feel at this point in time. I'm just oh. letting the events and the show happen because...
1: I've been so wrong. There's a lot of marination, too, because this was a shit ton of dialogue. All of it important, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I'm sure we'll discover Easter eggs and Easter eggs as we continue to meditate on it. Because it was so dialogue heavy. But yeah, I'm just... Um, I just feel like one of those gifts where you're just shaking your head you're like you're just dumbfounded or you're in... <laughs> some sort of tragic reverie because it's not completely horrible what i'm going through but at the same time a little bit because i'm just like what the fuck and we know that next episode is the last it's the end and as you pointed out they're saying season versus series which we're holding on hope that it's i support that extended i, that I don't know i'm not don't leave us this way we already I'm predicted hopeful. last yeah, we'll week see. we're not going to be satisfied with anything with anything they come up with regardless doesn't matter and after this episode i'm like how could we be satisfied How could we fucking be satisfied? Nothing you can say or do to wrap this shit up next week will satisfy the things I need to know. I mean, where the fuck is Looking Glass? Where the fuck is that motherfucker? Yeah, where's he been? He hasn't been in two episodes. He's incognito. And I assume he has to show up next episode and maybe whatever he does is so revealing in a way, like in a plot twist moment, which is why we didn't see him in the previews because I didn't see him. Maybe he was there. If you guys saw him, reach out because I did not see him in a frame so that makes me think he will show up and make an impact on what is happening in that fucking bunker
0: maybe we'll come back in season two
1: hopefully we're gonna gonna put it out into the universe we want a second season I mean we want a second season but I'm still like I don't know about Looking Glass like until he proves himself to me you used to love
0: him and then we all know what happened
1: I don't Okay, so I feel like this is about the time that I should bring up that your Patriots lost today since you Are you kidding? You what I the hell? I was trying to be decent. <laughs> I was trying to be so decent. Petty. I was trying not to be petty oh for once god, in my life. So but here petty. you go. You can help yourself. Oh you're like, yeah, I remember <laughs> looking glass. You were so wrong about looking oh glass. Oh my god. So I just um I thought you're in this. There. She's just, coming I, at me. I, I did you know, cause the Ravens didn't lose. I'm just You're not even a Ravens fan. I am I fan why are you that's like you're people, not even from baltimore you're i don't have to be from a fair baltimore, weather fan a fair weather fan that's yes. absurd that's what yes. people try to you're accuse me of because i'm a lebron fan but i've been a fan this entire time <laughs> i've just
0: been roasted It's it's okay so a fun fact from looking at our stats our second Highest user base is in Sweden. Oh. Which is very exciting. How do you say hello in Sweden? I know in IKEA you see like the, the signs I say hello. It's this. like H A J. I don't know Ikea. how to
1: pronounce that. Well, I think it's my connection to Swedish culture. That's the connection for a lot of Americans, to be frank, is I that and Ikea. like the actors from Game of Thrones who are from that area. Who's Which from? isn't even Oh, Nikolas Sweden. is from. But I was thinking of, yeah, and... Uh, I don't think he's from Sweden, though, is he? No, I don't think he's from Sweden. That's why I said that general area. Of oh, Scandinavia. Of Scandinavia. I see. Isn't that where the Isle of Giants is? Where um, the dude who played the mountain, where he's
0: I think he's Huge. Norwegian. I'm not sure. <laughs> I love no. how you started to type and you were like, like no. mm. You're like, fuck that. Mm, do I need this fact?
1: It's like again. a nickname. It says Iceland here. I see that tribal like warfare
0: you. of the gods in scandinavia i don't know what this is oh it's i have no idea well he's Icelandic. oh these are
1: just okay i mean look at this guy he's not even doesn't look human oh my god him next to his girlfriend is actually the most disturbing part because you're like um does the math
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> i just being honest
0: oh it's his google translates telling me that so hish to all our <laughs> swedish listeners i probably just mispronounced that
1: more than likely eh, sorry guys it's okay i'm saying it's okay like i'm swedish and i'm not offended but <laughs> you, you <speak laughs> hopefully for the it'll country. be okay hopefully it'll <laughs> be okay so i guess we should just hop right into this episode's coverage yes all
0: about dr manhattan How so exciting
1: well it's what we deserve but also what we expected considering that ridiculous reveal from last week all right so yes we fucking start off well we leave off at the final frame that we had last week where angela's just like baby we're in trouble And the first scene of this episode is a man. Initially, we don't know for sure if it's Dr. Manhattan, although we're thinking, I don't know, those blue ankles. And he's walking up on some street and there looks like it's a party. Do you remember if it was some sort of holiday that wasn't Halloween? Yeah, it was
0: VVM or something. I think it's um, Vietnam Independence Day. Right,
1: something like that. So a holiday where people were feeling festive and dressing up and stuff and... We see a Dr. Manhattan mask from the festivities because, I guess, people litter in every timeline. Just a little plug. Hey, guys, we shouldn't litter. <laughs> when there's trash bins, especially. The environment's he dying in every in. alternate universe. But he's like, look at these assholes littering. Oh, but it's my face. And so he picks it up and he puts it on. That's and, just so gross. Um, <laughs> put that on your face.
0: He's going to break out tomorrow. He's beyond
1: the bacteria. He's beyond the he's bacteria. He's going to break out. Hate he to can see, see it. it and kill it with his mind. He can
0: see himself breaking out. So he'll do it he preemptively us, kills him with his
1: mind he sanitized it he was like this is good he touched it save his skin and it was safe but yeah he has on this mask on and he goes to a bar and just before he enters the bar we get the 3d time card for the show which is the name of the episode entitled a god walks into a bar oh pun intended I, I, yes. i'm like is that a dirty joke it sounds like a dirty joke where's your mind going candace reality a man walks into a bar so you could say she he walks into her like oh i'm oh, walking into you I as in even. i'm seeing you but then also the dirty weight and considering how much smashing has gone down between cal slash dr manhattan and angela i don't see why i shouldn't point out these obvious puns especially because i like puns certainly lindelof was aware of the pun but he did it. <laughs> he didn't take the way but it's an interesting take is it? Well, yeah. you've, we see in the title state.
0: that the space between a and a bar is There's no space. so we get a bar. And I'm
1: like, oh, how cute! We didn't notice that. See, you were cute, and I was like, that's dirty.
0: <laughs> yeah, where Candace? What? What's I'm going the same on? Same place you? Lori
1: is with her blue dildo, where she is prioritizing certain things. And well, the spirit of Lori flows within you. Which, by the way, I can't wait to get to Lori's reaction next week. But, um, That's yeah. That's my we'll
0: get Man, Angela. No, she's
1: gonna be shook at Man. Be like, I knew there was something about you, Cal, that I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> Lori's just so thirsty. Uh, it makes sense now. We're thirsty or Lori's thirsty? Lori was thirsty. She still is. And she's, in fact, well, maybe, that might be maybe her maybe motivation too. Excuse me. From your reading of the title. <laughs> you know what? I could talk about where you were wound today, but we'll be back. Oh leave my God! <laughs> <laughs> you snitch. <laughs> I didn't snitch. So, like, Oh snitch. my God. <laughs> done. I'm just saying I'm Lori i quitting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Lori you know she is going to be really surprised in a happy way and I think she just might find the gumption she needs or the secret power she didn't know she had to break from those restraints to get over to where the chamber is to be like I need the real thing. It's <laughs> been years. In front of all the people. Yeah. What well, she got to lose besides her life and according to those ridiculous racists that's what's gonna happen anyway so. I mean, Might as well get some fun out it of it. it's it for her, I can't complain. It's not going to happen, though, because it looks like Angela was up in her, too, eventually. And so it's it's going to get weird, but I hope in the best way super weird because how does how is that not weird how is it just think about all the weirdness that's going to be there it's going to be like oh okay cal you're also dr manhattan who had a relationship with Lori, and you left that bitch allegedly to go explore and create on mars but then you were like fuck that i'm a whole ass <laughs> lie i'm gonna be on earth actually when i'm not on europa to fall in love with another woman with the most you. ridiculous lines if i were Lori, i would compare pickup lines because some of that existential shit dr manhattan was saying i was like this is how you pick up people this is how you do it this is how the charm happens i guess when you have godlike tendencies that you're just picking people up with like hey so i know you love me (laughs) that's so weird you have the intellectual and the actual powers to prove that shit but i'm getting ahead of myself um so yes he walks into this motherfucking bar and there's some 70s music playing to set up i guess where we are at the time and it's a song entitled rhapsody in blue by walter murphy
0: Another relevant song.
1: Indeed. And I wonder
0: what songs the finale is going to have.
1: Oh, I, who knows? But I imagine another original score from the Nine Inch Nail dudes, Trent Reznor. And no, I, I guess mean Ross. the, um, well, because the of the song. end of this episode, that, that score that was happening when Angela was turning up at the end, that was one of theirs. And then right after that was in a recorded song in the, in the credits. So I feel like it'll be a mix of what they no, did. No, no, I'm this just episode. saying like what's
0: the going to be the theme of the recorded songs for the next episode because it's always very exciting to see what they do
1: you mean for their original scores
0: no no no. the songs they just play the recorded songs oh you mean covered. artist releases yeah
1: yeah yeah. i suppose it'll they seem to do it by scene so i'm sure whatever it is will have it's relevance excited. to
0: i hope someone says formation and then beyonce's formation
1: plays that'd be awesome
0: where would that even fit it in? would never happen but <laughs> it'd if be you're like great beyonce's in this
1: timeline I don't know man. He's a special guest. I don't know if season. we get a Beyonce under Red for no we're definitely not <laughs> I don't know if he's not gonna pop up in that way. yeah, I don't know. I wish. Yeah, so we see Dr. Manhattan approach Angela who is in her Vietnamese cop officer. Outfit. So she's a spitting image at this point in time. When we see her of the lovely lady who inspired her in the last episode. Who was like, Look me up. You got that massage. Here's my badge. <laughs> and so I just want that side story that I'm never going to get of that woman not being fully retired or being retired and training Angela a little bit and them having like a little fucking relationship. But now she's dead, which is why Angela's alone mourning her parents. That's that see great how I just jumped spin off to the series. end of my fantasy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's sitting there alone. And when he initially asked to join her, she makes some comment about because he's got the beard he's like can't you see him a cop hoe which i feel like is her usual <laughs> way of being like get the fuck don't out of here don't talk to me don't speak to me i could kill you or arrest you or both
0: how would you feel if someone came at you the same way that dr manhattan did
1: angela's way that's how i am now yeah when people I approach me especially unfortunately if they're dudes because my guard's gonna be up i'm like you on some fuck shit go away and i realize sometimes that like it's shitty for some dudes because sometimes people are asking for the time I'm just like, what do you want? Don't like, talk oh, hey. to me. I just wanted to know if you if you know what time it is. Oh, it's 6.45. Uh, but yeah, no, but that's New York. I mean, you know how New York is. Cat cowls are everywhere. So it creates an armor within you, a defensive armor, to be like, yo, leave me the fuck alone. Especially because it's New York. It's like, why are you speaking to me? I just wear headphones everywhere. So I can just like keep walking. Buffer zone, even yeah. if there's no music. Like, oh, I didn't
0: hear you. Bye.
1: I recently got those beats. Well, they were gifted to me. But like, you know, the, the earbuds. Oh, a gift. But it's okay. fucked up because with my hair, no one can see them so they're not doing what, what Beats yeah, studio headphones either. would do, which is just like show you very obviously I'm wearing headphones. It's also you know. weird when I'm dancing
0: yeah. in the subway, just like swaying and no one can see my earphones. It looks like I'm oh. just swaying randomly. To that's music. just a New York vibe. Yeah. At any point
1: in time, someone could just be swaying and you're like, oh, that's, that's All right. totally nice. yeah. <laughs> So he eventually strikes a deal with her and he's like, look, OK, you seem like you're out of fucks to give. And I have to tell you, Angela, that's hot. So how about if I can guess why you're here oh, by yourself, I can join you. And, you know, she's thinking like, oh, yeah, there's no way you're going to get this. And he's just like, yeah, so you're mourning your dead parents. She's like, oh, well, take a seat. Damn, I guess. <laughs> All right. I guess case, this seat is for you, yeah, sir. Have a Get seat. a drink. And initially you get the idea that she thinks someone at her on the force told him, someone she works with, is running game on her because she eventually asked him as much, like, who told you this? One of the dudes, one of the people, somebody who knows me. And he's like, no, 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 I just know things. And this is the beginning of his cryptic flirts and banter that goes back and forth between him and Angela. That is very entertaining. Angela's always been the same person. Yeah, she really, to current from day. 10 year old Angela with the sister in IVHS to right now. You gotta come in her correct. He essentially is like, Well, I know all this stuff. Like, I knew this was gonna be what it is because I'm Dr. Manhattan. And she's like, Oh, that's cute. So, why are you wearing a Dr. Manhattan mask? I mean, I don't know. I just have questions about <laughs> your whole presentation here. And I believe he says it's because he doesn't want to be recognized. There's a bit of banter back and forth between them where she's like, okay, is this like a Zeus thing or... You know, I hear acting like a god and slumming amongst us mortals when you generally on Mars doing whatever you want and not giving a shit, deserting humanity. And And then plot twist. What happens? He's like, oh, bitch, I'm not on. That's a ruse. And we call this. I feel like this is the kind of validation the flat earthers are looking for. Do you know what I mean? Like they're looking for this level of validation because, well, the flat earth is a myth. But according to the people who believe in it, they are waiting for this type of thing, for this type of. Like diabolical plot twist that someone's like, oh, here's the truth. They've been lying to you because that's essentially what flat earthers think. I don't know if you're aware. Yeah, it's fun. They to watch the arguments. Wall. I don't know. It made me feel a little bit wild. Like when I first found out that people actually thought you'll just like, fall a flat off Earth the side was... of the world. Well, I had to look into it because I was like, oh, this is a thing. I thought we we kind of passed this in the year 1310 or something. And they were like, no, 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 <laughs> Candace, Never. it's back. And so I investigated like, okay, is this, what do people really think? And that's when I realized that there's sort of like three primary varying things that people believe, including the shroud, the ice wall, NASA and all the governments of the world colluding together to hide information. Yes, but the ice wall is there. Like if you get to the end of the earth, there's a wall of ice. If you get past that wall of ice, of course, you fall into the atmosphere because well, and, that's- And yet no one's fallen off. Which is weird. Nicole, that's because NASA is collaborating with oh. the other governments of the earth to protect it. And I'm like, do we not know that NASA does not have enough fucking money? I'm one of those nerds that's like, give NASA more money. And people are like, well, they're starving humans. What do we care about space? And certainly that is a that <laughs> philosophical is. question to answer. But I don't think NASA has the type of budget <laughs> to be colluding and hiding things. This but it's what they Hollywood
0: think. helping them. It's a oh deep conspiracy. I'm not a flat earther, guys. But this, is, make that this is essentially,
1: thank God, because, well, would you... this podcast would abruptly end. There would be a message <laughs> saying Candace and Nicole can Nicole no longer work together. And um, I don't know I might even haze you on your way out. Oh, gee. Like the flat earth is so offensive to me. Like the fact that we are debating this in 2019 even still is so offensive to me that I just don't think that I can have a rational response to it. Who's a flat that elder. rapper who
0: said the earth was flat? Was that B&B? Bitch, I don't know, but I know Kyrie, Kyrie... Irving said it. Oh, yeah, Kyrie. Oh, we don't talk about Curry. He mm-hmm. left the Celtics.
1: Dead to me. Well, he was dead to y'all when he was on the Celtics. Yeah, basically. But- <laughs> so, Yeah, it doesn't really matter, honestly. Uh, but he's dead to me, too. When he said that shit after the Cavs won, I was like, oh, they're going to lose. It's I'm over. Like, honey. It's over. They it's finna over. drag you. And they did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you seen the the meme where the guy, you know that guy who was like the really pained smile? And he's a meme. He's with the white hair. He's the weird like smile where it's like, Looks oh, at wait, <laughs> the force. he's holding that's, like, yeah,
1: that's a good face you did. I think I now he's, know Yeah, what he's holding a piece about. of
0: paper and it says uh, they finna
1: drag you. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. Great. yeah. And so that is the equivalent to me of what Dr. Manhattan just dropped to Angela, who didn't really care. She was parroting essentially what we've been saying, what other people have been thinking that Dr. Manhattan was here and then he went off to Mars and was like, fuck humanity because you guys are annoying and boring and I'm going to be over here creating stuff, not giving a shit. And he's like, no, no, yeah, that's fake news. But he said that humanity was complicated. Well he 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 was nicer. He was nicer than I would put it because if you're a regular person and especially one of these people that's still praying to Doctor Manhattan and he just bounces, you have to wonder in your mind if he doesn't think humanity is just annoying. Like too annoying for him to deal with personally
0: oh you just mean the people what they think like, yes okay, exactly
1: yep and this idea of what's been created of him and the stories that have been surfacing or just in the lore like you know urban legends what's true what's not true in this prevailing myth of dr manhattan on mars and the video footage and the fact that this is fake news it's been repeated time and time again but it's not real and that if he was someplace it was on europa which is interesting because the minute he said that i'm like yo we were talking about how that place looked like jupiter and he looked like he was on some moon or something hopping around but there was gravity and basically in this episode he explained all of that he was like i just made it be i just did it i'm like gravity, 90 minutes i thought it was seconds it was a minute was it any seconds? Ooh. i think it might have been seconds we should check I that i feel minutes. like it was a just sure. like seconds yeah, but maybe something it was minutes gay, i just very thought short. it was something not like what the bible said
0: yeah wasn't it seven days 10? I forget.
1: It was seven days. But when I was in school, I would theorize because of like, you know, fossils and whatnot. I would try to make it make sense to be like, well, what if it's an allegory in the Bible and one year is actually a billion years or a million years. And they were like, get out of my class. So. Candice went to private school, y'all.
0: Oh my you God. She is so why are you, high class. Why are you putting me on blast like this? <laughs> put my mom on you blast. You put your own self on blast. When are you reading the Bible in school? That wouldn't happen what? in public school.
1: <laughs> no, it, no, it does not. <laughs> No, it does not happen in public school. I am the low-class host here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I said that's what happens when you got immigrant parents, man. They are obsessed with your education above all else. So after he mentions that Mars was a decoy and we're like, oh my God, this is where Adrian is. It's all connecting. Doesn't have anything to do with Lady True. But I have something to say. I have a new hot take about Lady Ooh, True. Let's hear it. Let's I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to get the I'm, end I'm excited. It was relevant. But it just randomly occurred to me. So it's it's my new thing. But he said that he was on Europa creating life and that because he experiences time differently. He's on Europa right now. At the same time, he's talking to her in the bar and doing other shit. And immediately, Angel's like, bitch, I didn't. See, I was just sitting here drinking my beer alone having a normal time and here you come with your bullshit that's how i'm summing up
0: <laughs> well, it's deals a with good that synopsis so i was wrong that it's an alternate reality but going back a few episodes where adrian threw himself out of the environment right i guess it's like an invisibility cloak or something around it because mm. you don't see it anywhere behind him right i guess it's just disguised somehow okay Pretty interesting
1: angela does ask how he creates things on this special world and he says with a wave of his hand and we get a little bit of a flashback to this render scene of naked blue manhattan just doing stuff creating soil and sky and foliage and And whatnot, and then walking on water which is way pretentious i mean he had to know (laughs) he had to know extra about which is why angela is like yo did this take years and you out here walking on water for real for real Really, and he's like, "Oh, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> when I feel like he it." He has no sense of humor. I well, he does. Okay, this is what I'll say: mini hot take that he had no sense of humor before he got with Angela. By the time they've spent time together, he has a sense of humor. Yeah,
0: because Adrian mentions that he he's cackling. He's like, "Bitch, you got a chuckle? Since so oh, you good You for chuckle? You. I didn't know you could. I didn't know your vocal humor. cords could produce a chuckle."
1: <laughs> Sir essentially tells us tale of his own version of Adam and Eve that he made, which when we go through this flashback render process, whatever, we're like, oh my God, it's Crookshanks and Phillips. We find the origin. Finally, the origin. They were real the people origin, at one which, point. Can I just say how much more disturbed I am that Adrian was somehow baking babies in that steampunk cylinder of horror and fear? Because we've just learned that Dr. Manhattan literally raised them up from the primordial... Sledge yeah, he took the microbes and he made yes, them into humans. Like, DNA, data, microbes, whatever. Piece he just like an lifted out of the ocean. Space dust. <laughs> and he created Crookshanks and Phillips. And I'm like, okay, but did you make the thing to make more Crookshanks and Phillips? Did they make the thing eventually to make more Crookshanks? Did Adrian make yeah, that's the steam really blunt answered. thing? It's not answered. And why does he? Why is he able to bake them? In yeah, less it's than a weird because
0: since True, well, as far as we know, isn't involved. So we know that she had the ability to do this with kids. But was well, she going to age her kids? You but think yeah, True it's... isn't
1: involved. You think True yeah, is involved. Yeah, I know. That's my hot take.
0: Oh, so she is in the background. I just think
1: that, yes, yep. Maybe, because I don't know who would make that contraption. But Adrian's also very smart. I think that if we can, by the time we come to this episode, we realize that multiple people knew that Dr. Manhattan was here and that more than likely, because of what happens with the White Knight, that situation alerts the Seventh Calvary to his presence and they maybe start their planning then to get a hold of Dr. Manhattan because they actually know that he is Cal and because of what happened with Angela, maybe that's a reason why Judd gets involved and all these other people and they're working toward this desired end of like how to do whatever. Maybe. Yeah, no, I was I that like your that, hot take I, No, I lost my train of thought. So <laughs> I was, okay. Trying to get I was like, it back. Oh, okay. I was like, oh shit, where'd it go? Where'd it go? There's also
0: some theories online that Adrian is Lady True's father.
1: Ew! Delayed it. Which I don't Delayed it. I don't think so. I'm sorry, so. that's ooh, that was loud, but I'm so offended <laughs> by that. No. Yeah,
0: because in the PDPedia, which everyone should look at, we actually yes. had a viewer write into us about the PDPedia and we didn't, we haven't really talked about it that much. But if you go to the PDPedia on HBO's page, it gives you classified documents or snippets from newspapers in the Watchmen universe mm-hmm. that explains some of the events happening. So right. there's an article about Lady True and they mentioned her mom and she was very intense and almost
1: killed her at one point but a dad is no that fits for her energy for her mom where she's like go back to bed with those bruised feet mother
0: yeah the mom (laughs) really pushed her so she was really smart very early but it seemed very abusive and isn't that kind of
1: always the other shoe of genius and that's not to say that genius genius. is only formed by abuse i'm just gonna say they're is a high number of people historically who accomplished great things or did great things. And unfortunately, the start of that was a tyrannical parent who was like, I will get this out of you. No matter what it takes. And then it, well, it takes your relationship. <laughs> it takes. you, Yeah. Never speak like, Right. Exactly. You're done. And she and chose so, her name too. And maybe that's why Lady... I I don't know. I'm not going to say that hot take about her getting a little sadistic enjoyment from what her mom is dealing with. But if we are to go with this idea that her mom was some sort of bastard, despite maybe being well-intentioned, then humans being multifaceted, it wouldn't be hard for me to believe that a part of Lady True gains enjoyment from her mother's pain, which is a level, a level I wasn't expecting to come into. But hey, Peterpedia? Thanks. Thanks for that. (laughs) So while Dr. Manhattan is telling this story, he talks about his creating stuff on Europa. He mentions that he teleported a whole ass manor, which is evidently where Adrian lives, that big old mansion house. in the English countryside. I'm like, did no one notice that went missing? Couldn't you just copy it? copy and paste why did you have to delete and paste but. i wonder what's just sitting <laughs> control there the X X, and dirt. Control V. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did i'm just like who was standing in that field that was like this is here i'm shaded by this giant building and then like oh, where the where the sun uh, wasn't come from here yesterday <laughs> <laughs> what happened he doesn't care at all about these little things and what if someone lived there just oop, gotta go it's not my house Left on the ground on Europa. or maybe they fell out in mid-transportation maybe he just flipped
0: they... the <laughs> the thing That's over so rude but, but I also yeah, i could theft. see him
1: doing that and he also tells us a story about his parents and essentially that his mom left his dad for an ss officer
0: yeah and his dad is jewish
1: his dad was jewish and well they were poor and his father was generally useless except for fixing clocks yes he's a clockmaker And he fixes a clock for two wealthy people who we discover are the original templates for motherfucking cookshanks. Yes, we finally have some answer, some sort of answer. Yes, we know the template. And that's because he's doing his shit with Angela where he's like, I'm a man, I'm now, I'm later when I'm a child. I'm everything at once. She's like, honestly, I was just trying to have this drink alone, but you are a lot. I okay, cannot so get let me rid of it. him.
0: Security. <laughs> she tried. She tried. We- oh, wait, I'm security. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Kirkshanks and Phillips. Wait, no. How? That happens well, at I the guess end. we so you can go
1: talk about. Uh, the okay, beginning. so I guess we can talk about what he sees as a child when he's there, and they were rich and evidently philanthropic and taking people in, trying to help them
0: on their way to America,
1: right? And in a moment, he's doing stuff like a child is looking around, being nosy in places where he shouldn't be. Here's the thing: runs into a bureau. Or standing wardrobe. And the first thing I thought was like, why does every white child in <laughs> fiction run into the wardrobe when fear or like when danger is approaching? Like that's an answer. That's not an answer. Because there's
0: a mythical world
1: at the Narnia? back of your wardrobe. Yeah. Narnia he in was the wardrobe? He trying to go to Narnia, but couldn't make it, unfortunately. He was like, I'm trying to get uh, some sex ed health class. Yeah, he
0: snooping, looking through the cra- didn't know what oh. it was.
1: <laughs> he was like, what's happening out there? <laughs> what's going on? Whatever it is, it's really joyous. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird explanation. Well, I thought it was weird that they were like, "We're making life." It's like, don't set that up don't, for a it child. kid's too young. Don't, but also, why set that expectation that every time you're having sex, you're making life? Don't do that. that and they're seems also not the wrong. parents. It, None of that conversation was decent. Yeah. But I think they were just trying to save themselves from embarrassment because they were like, a child don't just tell anyone <laughs> boning in this period of time where like we don't even mention the fact that. Humans have sex, so we need to go explain to him. What we were doing is beautiful. We were actually making a family, okay? Because we lost our son; he's dead. Yeah, he's he dead. felt ill. He's dead. But you remind us of him and other kids and stuff, so we try to help him pay him <laughs> <laughs> And baby John is just like, oh, okay. And then he walks away. All right.
0: Well, they have a good soul, and they yes. tell him to create something beautiful with his life. The yes, inspires she and makes him on. repeat it
1: and promise. She's like, please, you know, make something that is beautiful. I think the exact statement is make it your purpose to make something beautiful. Oh. And that is, in general, those that's are words to live by. Those advice. are words. Everyone, that's crazy something beautiful tomorrow. Someone should have said that shit to stank-ass Adrian and maybe he wouldn't be writing squids <laughs> You um, know what? This isn't beautiful. I knew that bitch was behind the squids. Yeah. He's a dick. He's been awful. Continued the awfulness. Whole series, which is why I don't have real empathy novel. for him over in Europa suffering because that's what he deserves. He has good he intentions, but bad execution. Yeah, we know. So did half the fucking leaders and czars and fascist dick faces throughout I mean, history, quote unquote, good intentions. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but how, how are you how are you doing that towards the end of this story and we discover what sort of what's happening with Crookshanks and Phillips and the avatars or the real life versions of these current day avatars say they're going to try again for some children they give them a bible too we didn't mention that
0: so they're not androids we found out or at least TBD. the originals the originals TBD, aren't right? the originals aren't yeah. the
1: originals were formed but we don't know what's going on with these other versions of them that certainly do not seem to have the same intelligence factor of the rest and he makes a statement about how he made Adam and Eve not in his own image but in theirs in reference to these philanthropists who gave them him and his dad a home all those years ago so it's like oh impact impact of what like childhood and trauma actually does for you because he's a grown-ass man on Europa and he's like what should I do here I can make anything I know (laughs) (laughs) these people that were nice to me once Fuck genetic diversity. And by that, I just mean just other humans, too, because what is, are they all barren? I would assume that's the case because we don't know that any of the Crookshanks are philiping. I just said the Crookshanks (laughs) are philiping. That doesn't make sense. But getting together in the horizontal mambo. So, but their whole goal is to
0: serve their leader. So that's really not their priority to procreate.
1: But see, since when does it have to be priority to procreate for animals to do what animals do? Which is boom? I know, but I'm not sure in any identity whether, like... I'm just saying because it's... Unless, but, that, but where that are the babies? Do they kill questions? them? Well, that's my saying. If they're sterile, then that avoids having babies whatsoever. But it Were seems... they in the lake? Remember he pulled up the baby that was growing? That oh, sounds well, kind I don't of weird. know. But yeah. I don't know how you can model something off of... A humanoid? Just a humanoid. Because if you say mammal, we're talking about attraction. We're talking about biological realities, chemical realities. And so realistically, unless because it's only two types and they just decided that they don't find each other attractive, although he based them off these two people that found each other attractive and were trying to make a family. So I just feel like the law of probability with all those dozens of phones. two of them have tried to bone two Phillipses. To Crookshanks, a Crookshanks and a Phillips, a whole group of them. Like, let's see what happens. <laughs> sense style. Let's see if we all connect. Who knows? But I'm just like, what's going on over there? Unless, of course, they're sterile and or asexual. But the, he wouldn't Ew. Wouldn't that have to be by design, like a motherfucking amphibian or omnisexual. Like, <laughs> just all of the things. I mean, things. it wasn't mentioned, but it could be. Again, you know, or I have to ask questions beings. because I ask too many questions.
0: But that, that's my curious thing I mean, that- it's a good question to ask.
1: They've been there for a while and it looks like they get bored. So I just...
0: But we don't see any pregnant crookshanks. Or anything. No, but
1: that's why I'm like they would have to be sterile because I'm not convinced that you could have that many humanoid type things and the variation for even sexual experimentation wouldn't exist because it would have to just by law of probability because they have hormones and chemicals. and.
0: But do they? I don't know if they're... That's he like said, he, "Humanoid model them off of the no, people.
1: but they have to have hormones, just maybe not like ours, but they have to have things that yeah, make yeah, things do things." Yeah, I'm just saying we things. can't assume that they're humans
0: like us with the ones. No, no, i We already know but they I'm saying only. Even want if you take a whale,
1: if you take dolphins that are pretty fucking rapey, you can take literally <laughs> any a animal reference. Yeah, dolphins well, are dolphins, pretty evil. They're well... They've assaulted. (laughs) They also
0: kill things and just play with it, which is concerning. That's rude. so
1: That's what I mean. So I'm like, if you can have these types of actions across the sphere of living things on this planet, just take like the birds. That like, I'm gonna collect these pebbles. I'm gonna dance for you to get your attention because hey, I'm just trying to get it going. (laughs) We like the crookshanks and the fellows. They gotta have something in the primordial ooze that is as basic as attraction. I doubt we're gonna find an answer to that question. Oh, I I I I agree with you. (laughs) That's why I'm putting it out there. Just to say, what hey, do for maybe think? for season what do two. Think? Actually, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that Crookshanks and Phillips are sterile? Are they asexual? Are they omnisexual? Are they? Are they just not programmed with?
0: Oh, yeah. I guess they would be asexual.
1: What is a uh, what are those things that can. What is it called when you can procreate by yourself? Oh, my just God. From my mind. No,
0: this is. Oh, yeah. I don't know.
1: I know there was like something I read once about West African frogs being able to potentially change their sex from female to male after having bred successfully. But those types of things that happen in nature are very curious. And so since Dr. Manhattan is dealing with these types of things, all kinds of variables are possible, especially if he perceived human connection like petty connection, which can come from attraction as being part of the problem. He could have just been like, let's try and remove that. But then I would argue you got a whole other creature on your hands and who knows what that is entirely which again from what we've seen they're talking to pigs pig whisperers they're like what's the verdict there's all kinds of weird stuff happening there so who knows and dr manhattan you're fucked up like that's gonna be my hot take is that you're over there trying to be a god you did that for a while you created scores of living things and then you left just like a bitch i mean that's some real Zeus shit that's some real horrible god-like behavior
0: yeah i find it funny how he leaves humans on earth because we're too complicated but then, when he has his perfect humans that are very uncomplicated, he's right? They just want to worship. Unfulfilled, and he's—he's mm-hmm. he's like, this looks is boring. The in a better life, this is
1: boring. I gotta go because all you want to do is worship me, and that's not fun. Too simple. And it's like, but also, where is your philosophical awareness at your ethics at this time? (laughs) That you created something out of nothing and then deserted them because you found them boring. Well, those ethics sometimes aren't the best. But wouldn't you argue that, like, potentially a philosophical merry-go-round is that it's his fault? They are boring because you made them so.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. So you only have yourself to blame, John. And he didn't foresee that, or he must have foreseen that happening, that he'd get bored. Just well it. then he's
1: an extra dick for knowing that he yeah. was gonna get bored and leave them anyway and still doing it just because it's well, like he when bored. he was
0: dating I forget her name in the comic books and then he said, Oh, well I'm gonna be dating her later. Which is just a really bad <laughs> thing to say. A bad thing to say to your current girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I believe it's like right after this exchange about Crookshanks and Phillips and all that, that Angela says something about him having a very active imagination. And he mm. laughs and then we flash really quickly to i believe adrian and then it's because those things happen simultaneously in the show where he's laughing and Angela saying this to him because he knows what adrian is going to be like you don't have any fucking imagination and then we see that scene actually play out later in the episode where adrian's like bitch you don't got no imagination he's like <laughs> 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 because he's laughing at the same time with angela and adrian's like bitch what what was that strange sound you? what is happening was that a laugh his laugh is a second it's like, mm, and then it stops <laughs> <laughs> you know he reminds me of a uh, motherfucking Kawhi who oh dear oh You'll the play basketball player yes. yeah, yeah yeah where people make fun of him because he laughs like a malfunctioning android <laughs> <laughs> let him <laughs> live <laughs> he's unproblematic he can live he has a ring I'm just saying he also laughs like like John like <laughs> a, a laugh where you're like is that real <laughs> is it can he be a guest star
0: next season <laughs>
1: um maybe if he likes Watchmen but he's out there playing for true very busy and Angela has so many one liners during this conversation. It's all really great because when he mentions that, like, oh, someone was telling me the opposite of this, she's essentially like, You got friends? <laughs> she's trolling him. She's like, Who honestly would want to talk to you? Me talking to you right now. It's ridiculous. How could you possibly have friends? But then he says, more like acquaintances,
0: which is very shady.
1: I think it's appropriate because she called him out on his nonsense. And he essentially says, also in this conversation, that he's been in love with her, you know, since before they met. And Andrew's just like, you need to cut all this bullshit the fuck out.
0: I feel like most people would just get up and leave if someone said to me on not even first date or first meeting, oh, I love you. I mean, so they probably weird.
1: would, but the reason why Angela ultimately doesn't leave is because, well, not only does she kind of not want to be alone, which is the own drag that John has for her at the end that she puts up this front, but she actually really wants a family and really wants this whole thing. And also that John is being very charming in this weird existential philosophical way in which he's talking in parables and analogies, but also in this confident way that would intrigue most people. Especially if you were bored, where he's like, no, you know, I'm in love with you. You're in love with me, actually. Yeah, we're going to be together this long. Yeah, actually, we have kids. And just her entertaining to be like, okay, okay. And half the time, she's like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And he's able to parry and be like, well, actually, we don't have those kids. (laughs) They're adopted. And she's like, oh, okay, wow. I thought I just proved a point, but you just proved it right back that I still don't know what's going on here. And so I like that give and take that was happening. And in this moment, you know, she's like, why, I don't know how I'm supposed to take you seriously. When you're in a Dr. Manhattan mask, I can't even see your fucking face, man. To which he finally pulls it off. Yes. And she actually makes a comment about like, oh, maybe you're handsome. You know, could be, maybe, maybe. We didn't really see yourself face
0: as Dr. Manhattan. The camera's always in a different position where you'll see a chin. Or a tie but never his face before he takes over Cal's identity
1: yeah I think that's appropriate it's a Charlie Brown approach it was really cool
0: oh the wah 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 people yes the The, cartoon approach
1: where the children never care about the adult's faces because ultimately you're in your own world and so that's, that's what that reminded me of. Whatever his facial type was before it is Cal is irrelevant. And so they don't bother showing it to us. After he eventually takes off the mask, she asked him about... She's still not really sure if it's Dr. Manhattan. She's like, well, glow blue then, bitch. Like, Show me that you're Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't want to attract attention. And people see that I'm over here. She's like, yeah, well, whatever. I still think you're full of shit. And he's like, well, that's kind of that's okay. Because I would prefer if you were unsure for our date. And I'm just like, yo... <laughs> That's why every time he says something, Angela's like, oh, you have an answer for everything. Okay. I feel like Angela
0: is at the end of her rope, but he keeps saying something that brings her back in.
1: Well, in this part, it's like she tries to have a checkmate card where she's like, oh, you've been saying all these pretty words and things. Where she's like, that's really cute what you said, but here's what you haven't considered. And he's like, what's that? She's like, I hate Dr. Manhattan. How about that? (laughs) And he's like, oh, she's like, yeah, let me tell you a little story about a guy named Dr. Manhattan who inveigled himself into Vietnamese drama which caused a whole bunch of tragedies, which led to the creation of the motherfucking terrorist that would kill my parents, who died this many years ago today, who I'm in here mourning by myself. So I fucking can't stand the blue bitch. And he's like, oh my God, that's me.
0: <laughs> Sorry, girl. Wow. But you How say you have a point.
1: You, I could see why you might be mad at my interference. But for his reasoning, he's just sort of like, well, I was just trying to be what people wanted me to be.
0: And then he said he regrets that. And what do they say? And then she asks why, if he regrets it, he did it and brings back and says, oh... Well, have you ever done anything that you knew you'd regret? Right. Which happens
1: often sometimes. It does. I mean, that's very human quality. And so even though he successfully parries that shit about Vietnam, he's like, okay, but, you know, maybe everything works for tonight, but what about tomorrow when we're supposed to be going on this date or any other time? It'll be impossible with you being blue in this reality for us to be together, to be seen together. So. Yeah, that
0: one day works because it's the holiday, but, right. but it'd what be about very the rest weird walk days? into Olive Garden with a... Person that's blue, it would
1: be very weird if Olive Garden made it to this timeline. Please let that be <laughs> a Leasing casualty, behind. let it be a casualty along with TGI Fridays. Oh, TGI, nah, nah, have some burgers that
0: bang sometimes. I haven't been there in like Ladies and gents, five, six years. I, I
1: might have to excuse myself in this podcast because Nicole just revealed that she thinks what do TGI you enjoy? Burgers.
0: What, not TGI Re- Friday. It's okay. I can't even say TGIF. It's okay. It's not the best.
1: Nah. Every time I've gone to, there's like specific chains, which I haven't been to them in years. That would be TGI Fridays, Applebee's, Olive Garden always have a stomach ache, always have an unpleasant experience. And it's always overpriced. And when you look at their grades for like their meat and stuff, they're below Chipotle. So if you were out here polling lower than Chipotle at motherfucking McDonald's with their super size me legacy, I can't fuck with TJ Fridays. That's all I'm gonna say. What about Shake Shack? I can fuck with Shake Shack. I love Shake Shack. Shake Shack is good.
0: Five guys, so
1: great. Weird, weird thing is one in Williamsburg and I did not try them for the first time until I was in California. Oh, I just really? it wasn't. Yeah, did because, you just not go past it or what? Happened? No, I did, but I was like another chain of burgers. I don't really care, <gasps> and so I How didn't. How could you say I, that? I, I I don't go to chains like that. But I was in California and I was hungry, and there was the only well, Burger Place around. If you're in
0: California. You have to
1: go to In n Out. <laughs> Look, I don't need your judgment. I I mean, I'm I just saying. need your understanding. Next time you go. <laughs> Oh, so you're coast. treating me to In-N-Out, thank you. You guys heard it here first. I mean, if, if you're gonna In-N-Out. bring me
0: to California, I will take. Wait a minute. In-N-Out. I feel
1: like that arrangement just got real. It just got real fucked up. Like I feel like you're winning out on this.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> always.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so he actually says to Angela that she is the one to come up with a rather elegant solution to the process of what they should do to live life together out in the open without people all in their shit, and that she comes up with this idea like two weeks from now, and she's like, really, really. And we cut to Angela in a morgue with some bodies of dead men and she pulls them out of the refrigerator drawer and she's like, here are their stats. They all lived alone, all died alone, presumably, and will be cremated in 48 hours. And there's a reference made with a statement, ashes over Saigon. I'm like, hmm, 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 hmm. Mm. Mm. I will continue to muse over that because I feel like there's levels, there's levels to what that probably means. Ooh, but okay. yeah, ashes over Saigon. And so initially, John is like, well, I mean, I could look like anybody. So why bother with these guys? She's like, well, they have actual traceable paperwork that you need to exist in life. I know you don't think about paperwork. You probably haven't thought about paperwork for a whole lot of years, but. Social security numbers and stuff that matters for getting jobs. And wouldn't houses. there
0: be death certificates? So a lot of their th- but she's accounts in a would be canceled. She's
1: in a popo. She could, uh, oh, so she's doing some fraud. I would assume. Okay. I mean. That's what I was wondering. She's, they, in, the, she's in the refrigerators grabbing bodies. So she's way past regular fraud. She's yeah. on the route. Social
0: security would be like, um, I think you're dead, sir. This isn't working. She'd
1: be like, I'm the police. I think you're confused. This person is actually <laughs> <laughs> like At gunpoint. He's and alive. that's what I love, too. They left fucking Vietnam just on the in case. That someone could maybe recognize him, even though they were like, he had no family, not even enough money. Just like walking around. Right, when she eventually gets to Calvin's body and you realize that whatever life he had was probably fucking sad. Like all of those people They don't know how he died. She said probably a cardiac arrest, which is interesting that they felt the need to mention that. Maybe it will mean something later on, maybe not.
0: If you had a choice to design like your perfect significant other, what would you do? Would you pick someone who was actually a little person or would you just go crazy and be like, custom-made, face
1: like a like a video game create a character builder (laughs) see that's already a crisis for me because i like to be specific and i already have like decision problems so i think that would take me way too long you would have to give me hard limits because if you were like candace make your perfect person i don't know what it would ever appear because i would be too busy going back and forth and changing my mind like okay what i don't really like okay that's good but then three hours later you know i don't really and so i don't think i would ever actually push the bake button and it would just be like i'm consistently just Dealing with, like, what do I do? So, at best, I would choose intellectual attributes, and my only requirement would be like attraction because I just feel like it's too, there's too many variables for my brain to then be like, what's the perfect human? I don't know what that is, but I know that like attraction is necessary of the mental kind and the physical kind. If those things and the spiritual kind, if all those things can be like handled, then the rest will come together you'll be getting Dr. Manhattan
0: in the very flat why are you
1: giving me Dr. Manhattan because this is the I can't deal show. with this motherfucker I
0: can't deal with him and his questions I mean that's I, the only person I can do this type of stuff Designer, I can't argue with
1: someone who's, who's telling
0: me what I've already said what I will say <laughs> uh, you lose this argument
1: or <laughs> I disappear Like, to me, it's self fulfilling. I mean, we'll get there, but I feel like he's self fulfilled the fight with his bullshit. But, oh, right. Essentially, after she makes her explanation about social security number and data, he's like, well, okay, so I guess then if it really doesn't matter, like, let me just pick one of these dudes, unless there's another dude that you haven't shown me yet. And she's like, oh, actually, there's this. (laughs) He's the most destitute of them all, but I thought he was the cutest. (laughs) I didn't didn't know. I mean, I was trying to give you the choice. Thank you for asking. here, honestly.
0: I mean, he's kind of cute, but it's whatever.
1: But we see Calvin for the first time on a slab. Dead. Dead is doornail. And it's not even half a second before Dr. Manhattan is like, It's me now with my Adam tattoo on my head. She's like, Bitch, the tattoo. And he's like, Oh, I got that. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Fixed it. And Angela's initially taken aback by his new deep voice that he has, which is definitely an octave or six deeper than what he was speaking with before. And she's like, Your voice is different. I got used to the phone sex with the other voice. And he's like, Oh, (laughs) I need to change it. She's like, No, 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 bitch. No, improvements. (laughs) (laughs) Improvements. Don't you change a thing? I don't know if I'd change my voice if I could. Um, mm. I, I, to me, that's one of those things where like human perception of self is so warped that is probably not a good idea. Because I mean, just look at the fact that we do podcasts. Like my perception of what I sound like, I don't think matches like what it is. I
0: cannot listen to these podcasts because I hear to myself to talk
1: and I'm like, oh god,
0: <laughs> who <was> she saying? Is <laughs> she okay?
1: Turn this off yeah right i just now. can't i'll so try that's why to so watch it and stop i think if we were allowed to truly like choose our own like things like an avatar like a video game like we would be the most fucked up creations on earth like if everyone did it it would just be like you know <laughs> just like we'd all be botched all botched just because so it would bad. be through our warped perceptions of ourselves which would make something even more warped and i don't know what that looks like basically you take a bunch of crookshank films put them in the the steampunk thing and then like just shake it up and whatever comes out whatever ball of humanoid that's what would happen <laughs> and you think in your mind like this is so attractive but it's not it's not it's like the episode of twilight zone the new one or the old one. Oh Original. shit shout out to yeah, jordan Peel. new one. but uh the old one where the i'm forgetting the name of the episode but the lesson is perceptions and beauty because essentially you have this woman; she's got bandages on her face, and the whole time you're like, "She's got to be hideous underneath." Because the doctor's like, "You're hideous! You're hideous! You're hideous! It's horrible! You're hideous!" And then when they finally <laughs> take off the bandages, she's a knockout. And then you realize the doctor's face is their their pig faces. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Right. So it's about perceptions of beauty, and that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and so it is subjective, like everything else. So what is beauty, but and that's the ideas. Tea. Yeah.
0: Can we discuss Regina King's hair because it looks great? Oh my and god! I- I'm like, oh. She, she she's a
1: budget she, for a blowout. Won't somebody? She's getting some curl. Maintain this like, yes. level of black hair excellence across all in the videos. In Vietnam mediums. too. Do I, not there aren't many be black people in Vietnam. The Walking Dead, but obviously somebody know how to do hair. Yeah, someone is laying edges. Unlike The Walking Dead, you know how no one survived knows how to do black hair on that damn show. I have seen the same, show. Not even but the I, black I've people in the wig. I've seen you've her, seen the wigs. I've seen her bad dreadlocks. Oh shit! It's so weird. That's why Denai got to go. She was like, "Girl, I'm too fabulous." Like it's been what, six, seven years they had her in that, that dry pasty wig before they <laughs> before they shaved a piece of it off to be like, look, it's, she did something. <laughs> She's oh, like, no, that bitch, wig. too late. I'm leaving. I'm actually super excited because I saw a trailer for Star Trek Discovery and Soniqua, who used to be on... The Walking Dead is the lead on Star Trek Discovery playing Michael Burnham. And there were some discussions about like, what's what what is this hairstyle we're doing in the first season? But it looks like in this next season, they got her flexing with multiple styles. So I said, it's about damn time. Okay. We're in space. She should be able to teleport some excellent braids onto her head if she fucking feels like <laughs> it. Because well, we have figured ha- out the, the science. hair salon. Or just even do like a hologram for your fucking hair. Like there should be ways. Like think about the modern scarf if you're black. Like maybe you don't want to do your hair, but maybe you just want to create a hologram on top of your fucking head. That should be your right. Can someone invent that? That'd be great. Or just at least invent it for fiction so I can see it because I that's what I deserve. <laughs> My content. <laughs> Science, that's like Afrofuturism at the same time because if we out here making holograms and whole ass fake rooms to pretend we're on a whole other planet, you really mean to tell me we can't project a hairstyle onto someone's head?
0: A lot better than sitting for like eight hours for. Something. I'm just saying. It's awful.
1: Let's use technology to our advantage. <laughs> we eventually come back to the bar after this morgue scene. And John is talking about how he experiences, you know, multiple things at once yet again. And that they've been together for 10 years, but that there's a tragic ending. And I love her response because she's like, oh, 10 years. Well, that's cool. At least I'll still yeah, be you young. So I, can, man. I can love again.
0: I can <laughs> love again. I was like, yes, girl. And even yes. just, she even um, she even skip a beat. She didn't emote. She's she did, like, well, she's like that's me. Perfect. Once you're gone, I'm fine. She's like that's great. I'm living I mean, my life
1: better ten than I'll fifteen. You into- know <laughs> what I mean? Better ten <laughs>
0: 15 than fifteen. It's over. I'll never <laughs> find anyone
1: fifteen. Ten is great. <sighs> but even after all that, she's like, I'm still not convinced about you knowing anything about what's coming. You sound like you're still mostly full of shit. And that's when he talks about her favorite song. That her favorite song is the song that's about to come on right now. And there's a lot of suspense. A lot of suspense. What's the song? And the jukebox plays Tunnel of Love by Doris Day. You guys familiar with Doris Day from Technicolor? I am Doris Day. My mom loved Doris Day films. So Janice is awesome. actually sixty. You guys just what don't the know. Fuck? You haven't seen her. I just like classic films, you guys. And my mom really did enjoy. Doris <laughs> She's educating day films. me. So it's, it was very, it was great. <laughs> and of course, Angela's just like, bitch. I have never heard this song you in my whole damn life. You was wrong. You was the whole last lie. You're a lie. Excuse me. I need to go. I need to leave. And he's like, oh, okay, but slow down. Let me just tell you something. It's not your favorite song right now. Not yet. But now it is, right now. Like, this is, it's happening in this moment. And I mean, shit like that is so smooth. You can tell it intrigues Angela. She's like, mm. I keep throwing you these curveballs just to be like, get the fuck out of my face. And you're like, boop, caught it. Actually, I was expecting this curveball, Angela. And I'm so glad you threw it. And she's like, fuck
0: you. <laughs> Why do you keep saying stuff like that? <laughs> in you- six months, this happens. I think it's kind of sad how... Oh, yeah, that's what he says next. The tunnel of love refers to the only way they can actually be a happy couple is if he can't see into the future for that time period. The time period has to end. I also liked how he said that... Like tunnels. Yeah, tunnels. Yeah, basically so it's referring to her love. Mm -hmm. And how he talked about she doesn't necessarily have to take the thing out of his head, but obviously he knows that she we'll do it. Right.
1: So it's not even a choice at that point. We literally get to the first fight of theirs that we see that is their first major fight which leads to these other developments of okay now I'm gonna have this you know, spy Adam thing on my head, making me incognito because they're at the bar and he's like, yeah, we're we're making love right now. And we're fighting about how it's all gonna be over six months from now. She's like, bitch, I'm so sick of these stories. (laughs) And then we cut to them actually in bed six months into the future. And she's asking him what he said. She was asking him about like, where are you? And of course, like, that's why I'm like, this Inception bullshit is too much for Angela. That's why she's upset because he's in both places at the same time answering her questions, <laughs> which is why she's he's bothered. Yeah. Because he's like, you're asking me right now where I am, but where I am right now is right right here with you, with you asking me what is going on here. And so he says that shit to Angela and you can tell she's still trying to ride. She's like, I'm trying to focus. Focus on the goal here, which is the O. <laughs> when I said what you were thinking about, I expect you to say "blown that back out." That's not what you said. It's not what you <laughs> said. You said we're in the bar, and now we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight right now, and that's why I said it, it felt like that it was a self fulfilling prophecy by mentioning they were gonna fight. Thusly, the fight began because she's like, "No, we're not gonna fight. Let's just not fight." Like it's not. There's like a
0: couple things she says that are true later on.
1: Yeah, so she controls the timeline a little bit. That's what I mean. It's self fulfilling because by him saying we're gonna fight, and she's like, "I don't want to fight. Let's not fight," and he's like, "Yeah, but it's too late." Because we already had the fight. She's like, bitch, I already said I want to fight. Like, why are you doing this? She's like, yeah, but we're so close. She's like, yeah, we're <laughs> close. We're close. We're right here right now. We're fighting, bitch. Because you, you couldn't shut the fuck up. Like, you just couldn't fucking stop. And he's like, I'm sorry, Angela. Like, it's difficult when the future's already happened, you know? In his flat <laughs> voice.
0: He just can't win.
1: He literally, he's on the pill and he's like, Angela, I told you this about me. I told you. All right. I experienced time differently than other people. She's like, yeah, bitch, I know. But it's still super but annoying. But it still sucks. <laughs> To have you narrating everything. That'd be awful knowing your whole life. Not unless it was when the O's coming I'm Like, bitch, don't say shit about the future <laughs> unless it's that your orgasm is coming and 27.2 seconds counting down 26, 25. Like, I don't need the future predictions unless it is related to what we're doing right now. That would be my energy, and I feel like Dr. Manhattan needs to get his self together and at least stay present.
0: I feel like you and Dr. Manhattan would not get along nah. in the story, yeah.
1: Well, no, we could get along because I would, as, as I would use his powers to my advantage. I, he could do and be all kinds of things, so I feel like that would be fun if you're like, oh, what are we doing tonight in the bedroom? But um, in terms of like conversation, no, duct tape, um, be a mute don't speak to me i don't want to hear any of your fucking predictions just trying to imagine trying to watch a game or do anything patriots win of course <sighs> you guys are in some hate mail too in don't, don't write it <laughs> for disillusionment <laughs> for the patriots but yeah no it's it's rough out here when you are dating an oracle
0: it's also weird how he has been on for like 50 years where it's a twilight type thing where yeah. the guy is super old but in a
1: younger body Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which helps him out to be sure to be sure <laughs> and now he got the melanin blessing so his aging yes he'll is, never um, age no wrinkles not in real time wrinkles who he'll age in false time which is how he lives anyway so it's Ooh, appropriate smart. a man out of time and so now that they're fighting and having their existential arguments which is like that is just beyond what most couples know or have to deal with he says some stuff that totally makes the fight happen, which is essentially that when he starts like, Angela, this is me, it's always been me. You already knew I experienced time like this. And she's like, yeah, but this shit is fucking annoying. He's like, yeah, well, you know why you liked it? Because it was offering you stability from your fucked up past and your fucked up family and what happened to them. And I'm like, that's probably true to a degree, of course, on a subconscious level, but did you have to say it, bitch? This is where you need to read the room, John, and keep some (laughs) shit to the vest. Keep it to your fucking self because if there was gonna be a time, potentially, where there was no fight, this was that window, you just closed it entirely with that statement. And she, of course, reacts to it. And she's like, okay, now we are fighting, we're fighting. I said to you while we were watching, it reminds me of what people talk about when they date psychotherapists. And you're just like, wow, I had a bad day at work, and they're like, what you're really saying is that you're still mad at your father, and you need to talk to him. And you're like, when you were five, I said I had a tough day at work. That's it. Let's leave it there. Just drop it. Like no evaluation. But would you
0: share your? Well, you'd share your life, but I would hope they wouldn't bring their job to the. I don't know
1: life. that it's not. If you're a psychotherapist, right in. I don't think it's possible to separate the two. Like if your whole job is analysis or analyzing someone's behavior and stuff, how do you turn that off for your, for your lover or your children? And so just from some people I've known whose parents have had that profession, I just don't, it just seems like that's what would happen. That's just like, you can't avoid it, which is why it would suck, which is probably why they have shitty, shitty relationships, but they're advising other people on how to have better ones, which is always kind of the thing. Isn't it? So they continue to argue, I feel like, and she's essentially like provoking him about, well, have you ever been scared? Has it ever happened to you? Do you even know what that is? Do you know what fear is? Do you know what risk is? And he talks about the time that his life changed forever and his body was essentially being ripped apart, Adam by Adam. And she was like, "Yeah, but you were reconstructing it yourself." And he's like, "Yeah, but it still hurt. (laughs) Yeah, my skin was ripped off. It was really, really bad." She's like, "Yeah, but okay. Since then, have you ever felt fear? Have you ever felt it at all? Do you don't know what it is? Knowing all these things, me, I'm the one taking all the risk." And then she's essentially like, "So you need me to say it? Like, do you need me?" He's like, "Yeah, I do. I do." She's like, "Get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) We're done." And it's an official breakup, just like he said. What happened? He poofs. He poofs. He's like, "I don't need any clothes. I don't need a robe." I'm off to see Adrian naked in the snow because. Um, when well, she turned around, I was like, "Wait." <laughs>
0: He's already gone, hon.
1: No, she already so. knows he's that petty. You can't tell Dr. Manhattan something and not expect him to actually just like do the thing right then and there. And later we see in the episode two and he's like, I'm hungry. Poof. Like who can deal with that kind of <laughs> shit? Like when a motherfucker can just transport out the conversation, just phase someplace else. That's rude. I couldn't do it. It's different than like walking out and slamming the door because at least there's steps you have to take. Like someone could catch you, someone could follow you When you just phase. That's it. Conversation's done. It's-
0: I would to do that too. Just someone pisses you off. You just phase here. <laughs>
1: Just leave them in your angry vapors. Yeah, and that's when we got Full Monty from Cal slash John slash Dr. Manhattan, which I say bring all the frontals. I always have a side campaign that is like equal opportunity nudity for men and women in these shows, especially HBO has a lot to atone for with the Game of Thrones. I feel
0: like every show has nudity on HBO. Or they big ones to some not, extent.
1: I would say, because now you say everyone, I'm like, but what is... Like, I don't I don't feel like Silicon Valley has nudity. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've not yeah, watched I it in it, a while. I, I saw, like, the for most of their first season because it was just coming on after Game of Thrones or something like that. But I don't know. But I feel like in that first season, I saw no nudity. Well, more of their dramas, especially if it's a period piece. But that's what I mean. You're used to seeing tons of boobs. Yeah, never yeah, anything else. And so they have a lot to atone for with respect to, as a channel, Game of Thrones. Because boobs in the corner. They were boobs always on, the brothel. They were just always... Like, why are you you're always like, the, the brothel? It? Do we need to see this many boobs? Can you go to the library and have I this conversation? Like the law of ratio. Like, if we're going to have two dozen boobs back there, can that one, at least one peen be in the background? Just for just a minute. It's a brothel. <laughs> surely. Surely. Unless this is a sapphic brothel. Unless this them is Syria. I don't know why there's not a naked man back there. If we must show the nudity. Let's, let's be fair. And so big ups to the producers and crew on this show for being like, hey, man, we're going to do it. And it's going to be a dude first. and It's going to be fucking fine. And on brand, because it's relevant to the story and how Dr. Manhattan sees the world, how he moves in the world. And it's just apart from what other people perceive as normal. Because as soon as he gets there, Adrian's like, oh, bitch, I knew it was you. Even though you're a big black man now. I'm like, who else would come in yeah, here? Naked just naked in Antarctica. Shit. Just naked in the snow. You also Girl. phase through like three walls. He had no socks on. I mean. Oh, he didn't. Yeah. He was naked. Insanity. Adrian couldn't think it was anyone else. And Adrian muses a little bit about the annoying humans and their bombs. He's watching the same show on several screens looking real haggard, lonely. Screens aren't working. Barely. It's like, I thought you were smart. Fix the chip back there. Get the signal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Stronger. He didn't look like he had the latest model either. A flat screen. So that was unfortunate for him.
0: His whole layer was in disrepair as well. Things Rough were knocked times. over, Rough times. misplaced. He's going through it.
1: Good. That's what he deserves. And he Dr. Manhattan is basically like, yeah, yeah. You know, humans make their bombs because they're humans. And it kind of makes them feel safer because he sort of laments the fact that oh, all of my efforts wasted of killing 3 million people and the humans are still here making weapons. It's almost as if they're humans. Yeah, because it's his, almost as
0: if. His goal from the psychic event was to make sure that people were scared of a higher power doing things. And they wouldn't fight with each other, in this case, Russia. Mm-hmm. But humans are humans. Like, this has been happening I'm for saying. thousands of years. Literally for as
1: long as we've existed. You cannot get rid of war. Humans will not stop fighting each yeah. other. They will find ways. The pettiest of ways, if all humans look alike, you will still find a petty ass way to argue. There's so many differences. Yeah, something. Right. That's what, he, that's what emotions do. Emotions equal petty. A lot of times and petty equals ridiculousness and ridiculousness leads to war, et cetera. After Adrian is like, oh, hey, it's you. And he's like, how do you know it's me? And he's like, bitch, who else? Who else, bitch? <laughs> he's like, well, it's been like 24 years, right? How are you doing? How's it been? Sorry I tried to kill you. And He's like, yeah, yeah. I remember you tried to destroy my ass. He's like, yeah, that's true. I did. <laughs> I thought we were over oh, that. It's been 24 years, bro. That's the best. Let's move on. John also remembers that he was disappointed in, in Adrian. He's like, yes, I, was, I remember we were talking and I was like, oh, I'm very disappointed in you trying to murder me and such and uh, killing these humans. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing he... information to learn.
0: We also learn Vite. Vite. Oh, my God. Can you miss... Okay. Vite. <laughs> I don't know Sorry. why I see the word and then I just blank. But Vite is also a woke king who talks about
1: blackface. Wait. Wait a minute, though. He did make a statement that I don't know if it'll come back, but it felt like a, something when he was talking about before he does make that statement about blackface. He says something about after John says like oh, I was disappointed, you know, in you about that, and he says that he was he was gambling that Doctor Manhattan had morals. What do you think of like Adrian saying that?
0: That was very interesting. That he's was. Was trying to predict what Manhattan's doing. Like Manhattan knows what is going to happen in the future so his morals are kind of not his to have it's like what happens in the future is what he's going to do for his desired outcome
1: do you think he wanted potentially to provoke some sort of interference from dr manhattan back then when he was planning his bullshit to make such a statement like i'm trying to see if you had morals what those morals are what they look like
0: i think because he considers him him a god he says it multiple times so do our powerful figures in society, in this case, a little god? Do they have ethics, or are they just immoral as us?
1: Well, I guess that's why it becomes philosophical. Because can you have ethics? This whole if story just—if you're superpowered, like what can your ethics look like when you're superpowered? Yeah, and that's the whole Lex Luthor dilemma that he had obsessing over Superman, where he's like, "You simply cannot exist. You with all of these powers it makes you a god. Thusly, you can't exist because these things mean you're going to be bad. Because well, and that's not you know." A plus B doesn't always equal C. Certainly not philosophy, but I feel like those are the kind of sentiments we're working with here.
0: What was that? I remember from philosophy class, which I did not like in college, but it was a story from Socrates about... He was talking to someone, and they were discussing what makes someone good. Oh, um...
1: I think it's just the B. Socrates, essential crown jewel is basically like, you know, the only wise thing a person can know is that you don't know shit.
0: He was just so sassy in all of his... Adventures, but in this particular one, he's discussing with I think a student about how is someone good, and they say, "Oh, someone's good when they do things good when no one's watching, where you can be evil and no one's gonna know, but mm-hmm. you decide to do the mm-hmm. right thing." And then someone else mentions, "Oh, if the gods do it, it's good," but then he comes back and says, "I forget what he says for his argument, but the gods being good does, doesn't necessarily mean." that something is good, inherently. Mm -hmm. So again, it's an open-ended question of, is John like the ultimate moral character? Or is it very, is it decided for him?
1: You know what you made me think of? Um, I feel like this was in, a portion of this was mentioned in the Amazon Fire Festival documentary, but they had a expert on there who I don't remember what the title was, but it had to do with dealing with deception, ethics, morality, and the kind of person who like, runs many experiments to see, to find causation and correlations to why humans tell lies or can be more deceptive at times than others and such. And one of those things where you're relying on someone being honest with you, but if that person has a perception of being observed, Does that change if this person has a perception of them doing wrong, benefiting something good? How does that affect the morality versus, you know, the people that are always like lawful good? Although sometimes I think a lawful good is naturally a lawful evil, because if you're consistently lawful and the laws are fucked and you're like, no, but the law. That sounds like colonialism. So and things of that nature versus chaotic good, which is sort of like. I will do what is lawful and unlawful to get to what is good, but then morality is always subjective, isn't it? Because it's what you interpret and experience. So we yeah. have yeah. no answer.
0: Uh, we but we out here confused like yeah. Angela.
1: <laughs> I didn't know we get philosophical questions in the bed in sheets show. But She said, cool. like, "Could you keep your philosophy questions out of the bedroom?" She was pissed. She's like, "Oh, yeah, what the fuck?" She's she like, over. "Bitch, I was almost done. Can't you see it in your head, you jerk?" <laughs> was like, "Yeah, but <laughs> we gotta, it already we gotta happened, gotta Angela. Talk. We have yes, to see sorry, it through." Girl. Oh, Adrian, he drops the cephalopods.
0: Just while he's talking, he's like, time to rain
1: squids, baby. And somewhere down below, Looking Glass is freaking the fuck out. How dare you, Adrian? But also thanks, because I'm still pissed at Looking Glass, so freak his ass out.
0: (laughs) Turned on him quickly. But I think you... I don't know if we thought it was Dr. Manhattan that was doing this, or... I think we I mentioned that it could be Lady True, thought, yeah,
1: or that she knew of the origin. and I'm still of the idea that she knows what Adrian is up to for the simple fact that she knows what Doctor Manhattan is kind of up to because Doctor Manhattan decided to see Will before he did his whole fucking shits, and Will has been hanging out with Lady True, who he needed, according to Lady True, to do the thing of the paradigm shift. So yeah, I assume we'll theories later. I'm on. still stuck on my shit that Lady True knows everything and that she has a satellite looking at Europa right the fuck now. She's like, look at these fucking. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking clones. Same as when she's looking at her cerebro of prayers. She's like, pull up the the satellite for Europa, please. Hey man, was the Teletubby toys a scam? Those little um, Tamagotchis? If you get some kind I of, mean, use out I of didn't it, think
0: they were a god, and I was praying. No, to my but you,
1: but but it wasn't a real pet either. It was an algorithm. It was code. So, but, for but all you people, knew it
0: was code. Like no one thought did it was you, an actual. Did
1: you or did some people say this is actually my pet? I never had Tamagotchis. I
0: did play Nia Pets though. my pets are dying
1: what about a fucking furby what a god what about um a beanie baby no that was after me do you have some beanie babies that you're trying to sell no no i don't i never was a beanie baby person Mm -hmm. personally but i just think that they're like depending on what you fall into your toy fandom it can maybe determine how you see them in a moment i don't know so those are my things i i wasn't i mean maybe like a cabbage patch when i was super young but then i saw child's play and it ruined it and <laughs> I threw my cabbage patch out the window true story my mom woke up the next morning she was like why is your and I was like don't bring it back Wait, literally house. out the window out the window middle of night. it was uh, I had a very vivid imagination still do and so I watched it ill advised I did it anyway how old were you single digits <gasps> so I had no business watching it and I don't know you might be too young to remember this but when I was really really young there would be commercials and things for a toy called my buddy my buddy my buddy where I go, he goes. And they had another one called Kid Sister, Kid Sister. Now, the useful thing about this is that both those dolls were white. And so, like, it's not like you could be like, okay, well, I have a doll that looks like me that's terrorizing me. However, the My Buddy doll looked just like Chucky. And that was obviously done by what and, bad in purpose. advertising. Well, smart for the child's play people, because they're like, let's take this model of this really popular American doll that a whole bunch of people have and make it fucking evil. Oh, that
0: came out before. The dolls came out before the right, movie. Right, yes. Oh, before okay, the movie. Yeah, yeah, okay, so it was already
1: in the consciousness of oh, stuff. Geez. And so just the concept of your toys waking up and talking to you is like a, a long time but not in a toy story way not in a toy Toy story way although on toy story 3 wasn't there that evil teddy bear who had problems but he was gonna like roast them in the oven yeah he was fucking bitch kind of dark he was that was dark as hell (laughs) so when i was asleep i had a nightmare obviously but it felt like a waking nightmare and i swore that my cabbage patch head turned and was like i'm gonna kill you like (sighs) i saw the lips move and i was like oh that's it so in the middle of the night, I threw up in my window and chucked that bitch outside. I was like, I'm done with dolls. And she went, everybody went, Boop, boom, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Rapid fire. And the next morning, my mom was like, what is this? And I was like, we're done. Don't bring them back in here. We're done. If it, Throw it in the trash or give it to someone. I'm It's not happening. And that was all she wrote for me and dolls. Up until then, I was like, I would like an American Girl doll. Fuck that shit. I don't. Oh, and they're so no. big too. And life they're size. They're scary. They can really blink. I don't need that. Not anymore, yeah, they so. had the
0: long eyelashes. It was too much. Yeah. I, I don't like dolls at all, <laughs> either. I understand <laughs> where you're coming too. from. and
1: ventralocous dummies. They fuck me <gasps> up as well. I don't. Mm. Yeah. No, no. All it's, dolls. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Not a fan. So after we see Adrian drop these motherfucking squids, and he's like, oh, you know, got to keep it going, got to keep it going for peace and stuff. And it's like, dude, I think you're confused. About how he peace works. already breaking down. Already. And this is actually right when Adrian makes that comment when you called him your woke king. <laughs> woke king, woke king. About blackface. Are you on Twitter, Adrian? Adam. He's like, bitch, you know what year it is? It's this is cool. the 1980s. You gotta videos? get it together. You can't do that. Sonny, you were born white. What are you doing? <laughs> Adrian is, yeah. He was like, you're not even trying to be L. DeBosch. Like, you didn't even take a piece of melanin. You took all the melanin. And I'm offended for the black people, sir. So.
0: And then they just (laughs) moved on in their conversation. They did.
1: He was like, "I'm not going to address what the fuck you just said because my Uh, mind transcends race. It transcends all visual issues. I am
0: not a being. I am a god."
1: Well, he wouldn't say that, but what I found interesting of this whole exchange was outside of him like saying, "Like, isn't this a little politically weird, John, for you to be in a black man's body now?" Just like, just like all of a sudden, the decade he also mentions that when he says that things have changed while he was on Europa John says I'm like oh how did you know and he was like a little elephant told me now that line solely just sparked my Lady True theory so Lady True is the elephant
0: yeah she's somewhere
1: in here. and also what is up with her buying the company I mean I still think that what I said before about being declared dead and missing and all that shit makes it easy for someone to acquire or easier for someone especially someone with the funds of Lady True to acquire your stuff but I feel like there's some connection here that we've just not seen yet there has to be there has to be
0: please because if is not involved at all which he has to be a lot of why our theories he, wouldn't make sense
1: why is he making a message unless he had some sort of idea that someone could see him and if it's not dr manhattan who else is there to have a satellite by europa For what purpose? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like Lady True for her scientific purposes. But I just don't know if it makes sense to him that Dr. Manhattan would, I guess, just look at the surface of the moon. Because the way he's giving the message doesn't make sense unless he's positive, at least in his mind, that someone will see said message through something. And so unless outside of John just floating up back to Europa and being like, oh, look, someone's trying to send messages. Who else is it but some government or Lady True, which I say is the government, the top government of the world because she owns everything
0: they also never talked about getting adrian back from europa it just this seemed like they decided to true. put him there and there was no discussion about oh what if i don't like this just assumed he would there wasn't so maybe- a conversation
1: there wasn't no think about it he was like can i go i would like or rather dr manhan's like would you like to go to this perfect utopia bill and he's like yeah dude and he's like bitch you gone <laughs> give me the, yeah, the like, thing <laughs> <talk to them. laughs> he's like give me that little device thank you so much go have fun i will see you never again
0: yeah he didn't give him a way to contact him so i think the messages with the bodies were now that we know that dr
1: manhattan's behind this were a way to communicate hey i'm ready to go It just seems like a miscalculation. If you have these opinions of this person being like a god, what makes you think that it wouldn't take another 100 years, potentially, for him to get back around to the brain thought to be like, oh, let me see what's happening at Europa again. Let me see what's happened in the century. Like, bitch, you'll be dead unless you come up with some inventions of your own. Some Lady True serum of life. You're dead, Immortality. You're old.
0: She has that, I'd assume.
1: I would assume too. Look at her mom. Her mom is 10, so. um. (laughs) Essentially, Adrian is like, so, bitch, why is you here even let alone as a black dude? Like, what is it? Oh, let me guess. A oh, woman. It's a lady. You're in love. There's a woman. And John's like, it's a woman. <laughs> Shocking. Her name's Angela and she's the best. He said so many girlfriends. He has, but I mean, understandable. He got game. He got the existential game. Like I said, when you asking questions yeah, to confound. the guess my the whole confused. life, I have
0: to go on the date with you.
1: Just out of curiosity. But also like, what do gods do in bed? You know, like Hancock. Like, you're like, what is that like? I don't know. Just, just to see. <laughs> Stamina. Oops. Uh, Well, I'm just saying. And then Adrian starts to inquire about whether or not he has a brain, like an actual organ in his head made of organic tissue, to which Manhattan says yes. And Adrian's like, oh, cool. Well, so I actually have a way that I can help you because it seems like, you know, actually, is this before or after he mentions cow wanting to sort of like be a god I'm trying to remember in my head Adrian saying this to to John hmm. well I guess As he asked after he asks you know if he has a brain and things and things he and asserts that he can essentially mute his powers with the use of a device and reveals to Dr. Manhattan that when he was trying to destroy his ass all those years ago that was actually the plan B and the plan A was this device that the idea of it was to do exactly this to be implanted into his organic tissue and then confound and scramble and confuse the signals in his brain that correlate to memory and such. And essentially, you would have a wiped hard drive of a person. And how could a Dr. Manhattan use his powers to do anything if he did not know he had them or understand how to use them, which is the argument there. And he proposes this as a way for John to have a normal life with Angela that he loves. This is the
0: tunnel of love.
1: This is the tunnel of love. And it's some weird sort of karma for Adrian to be like, I thought of all kinds of ways to get this shit inside your head, then work. So I just tried to... Like destroy you and that didn't work either but now you're willingly taking this from me to put this in your head. Fantastic.
0: I wonder if there are more plans like plan A, B I think it was like I him, they don't they gotta have several yeah. plans?
1: I think so. And what's interesting too is that when Dr. Manhattan reveals that it's Angela and it's a woman, Adrian's first assumption is entirely wrong because she's like, Oh, okay, yeah. So she obviously she obviously doesn't know anything about you and you're doing this, that, and the other. And he's like, actually, she knows everything. I told her the first the first day, the first moment we met, I was like, Hey, it's me. I'm Dr. Manhattan. I know your future, our future together. We can marry three kids, whatever. And Adrian's like, Oh, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that answer. So she Knows everything about you. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you, you want to be a part of the human life cycle now? That's interesting. And then he goes into his shit about his little invention. And what the one caveat he says is that it'll be all fine and good and whatever and permanent unless there's something super dire that goes on and he might oh, the reflexes powers, is, right as a reflex. Out. And we're like,
0: mm. and then we have a flashback. Flash? No, yeah, flashback to flash forward.
1: Flash forward to
0: the White Knight. Where if you remember, there were two people in the apartment, in know the house, and one guy was going to shoot Angela, and Dr. Manhattan's powers snapped into effect, and he ends up killing the shooter. Right. And we thought it was Judd, I think, at that time, or someone else popped in.
1: Well, I, I thought definitely, I thought Judd was there, and I'm not of the thought that Judd was not there, especially now that we know that Cal used his powers is Dr. Manhattan Powers, and someone saw to then maybe set this chain of events into the thing. Because even more of a reason for someone like Judd and everyone else by extension to keep Angela so close, to keep her so trusting or at least seeming trusting of them because this whole time they're like we need to keep tabs on him we need to make sure that he is close to us so we can do our little machinations in the background and do our super secret horrible evil plan so after adrian agrees to help him that's when we get a little bit of a lamenting of where he is right now in his life as an old man that he in his mind anyway from his work perspective he just wanted to save the world and be regarded as this thing as this person as this i don't know father of safety (laughs) which is totally not the way we see him first everyone
0: has children later on in the episode which is very weird
1: but yeah he he talks about saving the world from nuclear armageddon and that unfortunately except for himself and dr manhattan and a select few which i'm like the seventh calvary you loser no one knows about yeah we don't know what do you mean like the world wait are you saying seventh calvary is working with you no know, no i'm saying uh, when he said that besides you and me and a select few that select few is obviously, obviously seventh Cavalry because of what we learned two episodes ago that he's out here he recorded a message for the president oh and yeah, yeah that yep. message made its way to the white supremacists for some reason and so i was like you jerk <laughs> a select few Adrian. of bastards and basically his great plans and this great future that he wanted has been entirely ignored. And it seems natural for a narcissistic mind like Adrian's to be fixated on this. His lack of accolades, his lack of direct But he admiration. did have
0: influence from the video of him talking to Redford. I assume he's very powerful.
1: Influence with the dicks living in tents and trailers? Because remember, the Nixon fans are the type of bitches we saw in that fucking town. No, no,
0: no, but Adrian didn't like people like Nixon, he was more liberal. So he was helping Robert Redford do all this stuff.
1: But this is what I mean. This goes back to what I was saying in the first and second episode, that when things are removed via years, there are contortions. Like you can start anything in some idealistic mode and be like, yeah, this is where it's going to be. But then the reality of it is what it is. So the reality of Adrian's bullshit is that the only people who know what he did are the racist people who are going to use it to manipulate the innocence. So his whole shit is a sham. It's a sham. Like it only. But he did have
0: influence. It just not acknowledge influence from the people he wanted to be acknowledged by.
1: But what do you mean he has influence? He doesn't have any because knowledge is power. If no one has the knowledge No, of I'm what just you saying did. from the
0: Redford presidency, he, was, he, just, he told him basically these things are going to happen. This is what you should do. But then like you said, it's not acknowledged by the general public like you or me if we were Well, because the, the
1: general public doesn't know. That's what I mean. The select no, no, few. I, I, I didn't
0: know that, I'm just saying he has influence but not acknowledged by 99% of people
1: living in this world I think it's about knowledge I think it's about being given credit for something that he feels was great. And I'm saying that his own shit is so contorted that the only credit he gets are from people who are continuing to try and morph and contort and essentially destroy the world in some way, which he claims is in opposition to what he is. But yet the only people who have grasped his message to then try and do something with it are people who are being nefarious and destructive. So all of his all of his intentions are completely fucked. That's what I'm getting to is that because, well, look at what's happening. The Seventh Calvary and everything connected to them is connected now to Adrian. And that's a shitty legacy. And so he has no, in my opinion, he has no perspective about what he's become. And the same way, it's kind of like Rorschach and what's happening there is the fact that his face, his mask, is this symbol for white supremacy. But we all know, he'd have been like, all of y'all can fuck off and die. That would have been his answer to the 7th Calvary. And yet, he is still this poster person in the same way that Adrian's video from years ago is being shown to Lori, who's like, I don't care what's going on. I don't care about your stupid little videos. I think it's weird that Adrian is so... Disconnected, but at the same time, it doesn't surprise me because he's such a narcissist from the but reality I think of his wanted actions. He
0: acknowledgement, he just wanted to see people doing the right thing because he can never be acknowledged. But what is if the right thing? He doesn't know make... what
1: the right thing is. That's what I mean. Like, how can you expect to see rightness when you cannot do rightness? From rightness is supposed to come from badness. That does not that's not how that works. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not an angel. But so what just... is so what is rightness for Adrian? That's what I'm saying. What do you think he thinks that looks like for you to say he's well, lamenting that it hasn't happened? Yeah, well, that humans are making bombs.
0: Speaking the TV, yeah, the violence where it's not supposed to be fighting against your fellow human. because fighting against, high,
1: But if they're not fighting each other, what are they fighting? The cephalopods he, that aren't real? Sorry, but they disintegrate in three no, seconds, bro. The thing
0: in the graphic novel was you will not f- fight with each other because you're scared of a higher power that can just appear any day and just wipe you out. So what's the point in fighting someone when you have an enemy? You can't even imagine what they can do.
1: I mean, to me, that's ridiculous because he didn't read enough books. Cause he would have seen that humans will find a way. We always find a way like <laughs> that's, we're going to find a way to argue period. I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't have any self-awareness where that is concerned. And It actually goes to my opinion on the state of his mentals and that he is completely and entirely delusional because essentially he has this idea in his head as he conveys to john that was trying to make a world a better place people don't respect me they don't get me they don't get my contributions i need to go somewhere where people get me And it's great and it's whatever. And John mentions that he made this thing on Europa and it's supposed to be this place teeming with life that is completely void of conflict. And this is where I think this is what gets Adrian because he adds that, but all they want to do is please and adore him, which is why it's unsatisfying for him and why he had to leave all the creations behind. But they're just waiting for someone to worship. And that's when Adrian is like, Wow, sounds like a paradise. So in my opinion, this is his ego saying, I should be worshiped. People should be thanking me every day for what I did. Didn't I save everyone from the cold war? He has no sense of self-awareness to be like, bitch, people curse your name. The impact of lives you have destroyed has now surpassed the lives you think you saved by killing the 3 million because you have people like Looking Glass times the millions who are fucked up and buying into Lady Truth's ridiculous slew of contraptions that barely do anything because he has fucked this many people up. But he's still convinced that he's done something beneficial for life when no, no bro, you haven't actually. All you've contributed is more negativity, more death and more fear. That's my hot take on okay. Adrian. So let's agree that he wants to be acknowledged, but. Well, yeah, I think he wants to be regarded as a God. And that's why he, when John is like, oh, do you want to go over here to but my I perfect place? I think he already
0: thinks of himself as God adjacent. Where he has that level of narcissism for that, well, yeah, I
1: think that's a that's but he just wants people of to is just obey
0: him, like what. I his
1: think it's about admiration. Are. I think it's about I admiration. Think, that's I think it's what just praise The people.
0: That's why he wants to go to the Europa because everyone will actually do things he wants them to do.
1: But if it's already a utopian paradise, what is there to do, Nicole? What is that's there to do bored. but exist? That's why he's leaving. But, that's, but that, he says he's leaving because he's not needed. That's what he says at the end. He's like, I'm not needed here. It's perfect. And so I'm now suffering because I'm not necessary. And for someone with an ego like his, how can that be possible to exist in place where you're not necessary? But his fucking ridiculous ass doesn't realize he's not necessary on earth either. He's not there. He's convinced himself now that he He's been over here in the utopia doing his weird stuff with the Crookshanks and Phillips that he is needed on Earth by the eight million people that he left behind in New York. But, bitch, those lady truth folks now, they don't need you. And that's what's funny to me. That's the hot take is they don't need you. They never really needed you. And now you've been replaced by a better, smarter, younger bitch. So actually, <laughs> when you get back to New York to be like, hey, kids, I'm home. No one's paying attention lady true's cloning babies like better luck next time and she owns all your shit so i'm actually hoping that he does get off europa eventually just so he can be completely and entirely sunned by lady true
0: i think he will next episode
1: he'll appear back on earth but only by design like i don't know if he'll i mean if he's somehow able to morph to planet earth with a horseshoe i'm gonna have real problems and write into lindelof but you know maybe they'll, sh- <laughs> maybe they'll show funny. us something different but that's that was my that was my other hot take that I was going to get to is that I actually think that that this part of what we saw for Adrian for me was about his warped sense of self and his perception of the world and that he's still holding on to these insane things. And that's why he went over to the utopia. And now that's why he wants to leave the utopia because he's still so confused. But he will be even more surprised because he's not been in the world for all this time. So he doesn't know about the developments and things and things and things to be like, hey, bro, Lady True, she got the clock tower, which, by the way, I'm still holding on to my theory that it's a time machine. OK, so I'm just of my theory i'm still holding on this fancy time machine that she's got there i i'm personally pleased that we got to this point with adrian where he is completely and entirely obsolete he is irrelevant because for him that is the worst fate i was trying to actually say this
0: novel remember laurie was like hey we need to go to the police and tell someone but then he says oh no you can't tell because then
1: the bombs will go off. This is me saying Adrian's perspective now. Not Adrian then when he's young and still blonde and sprightly and his knees work well. I'm talking about Adrian now who's been alone and left to think and meditate and see that all of his great plans have basically amounted to nothing. That there's not been any real tangible change besides the increased paranoia and ridiculous things he left on planet Earth. I think we're saying the same thing but different ways. Probably. Okay. What happens after this? Cal's basically like, Godspeed, bitch. And... (laughs) (laughs) Zaps... (laughs) He didn't even say you want to take a pillow. He touches him. You want to take your favorite pillow? (laughs) He was like, bye. See you never. Can't bring clothes. No. He was like, you don't need it. The clones will make it. It's perfect. Who needs clothes? From there, we cut back to Angela and Cal. And she's asking about... Do I just push this metal thing into your head? <laughs> is, that, is that how it works? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I think. I think so. But that's what makes this a risk. See, remember how you said a couple weeks ago I didn't take no damn risks? This is me taking a risk for you, Angela. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, I see. Touche. Touche.
0: And he gets on his one knee. I thought it was very cute.
1: Yeah, she was like, you want to get down on one knee? He's like, I do. I really do. I actually want to do the whole thing. Their the whole fake marriage. It's a real marriage. I guess. Not legally. In their heart. Fuck the law. Fuck the law. marriage. The law created Judd as a sheriff. So we say fuck the law in these parts. Oh, yep. He says his memory's going to be gone and that maybe she should tell him he was in some sort of accident. And Angela's like, yeah, true, true, true. And we need to go to Tulsa because I could be a cop anywhere and we need to get the fuck out of Saigon. Make sure we don't. Why Tulsa? You go to Hawaii. I think it's like what Cal says later when he's explaining Angela, when he's talking to Will. He's like, well, it's because she's where she's from. And how could she not be curious about it? I'm going to assume, at least for now, that she never even visited Tulsa after her grandmother died, that that happened, and then she went back into her life in Vietnam, and then okay, and then This situation with John slash Cal slash Manhattan, actually because it's what he said that she pretends that she's hard and she doesn't want anyone around and that she's good by herself, but actually she intensely wants a family. She intensely wants to feel these things. And so this is the first time she maybe gives herself permission to go there because now there's something hopeful. If she's sitting in that bar alone and depressed, maybe we can assume that she's resigned herself to this shitty life that she's had where everything's tragic and you don't get anything you want and nothing you love sticks around for a long time. And here comes this man walking into your life who's like, I'm Dr. Manhattan. I know all the future things and things and things we're gonna get married we're gonna do this stuff so whatever don't argue don't fight that's well, i'm like, projecting because okay. i get hawaii so. <laughs> i know i i know her Girl, reasoning but i would get hawaii. Like, hawaii. hawaii yeah i would lie to myself and be like actually my my kin my kin folk are from
0: uh they have a great great um, which is where i'm
1: gonna go miami miami seems like it could be problematic in this timeline so i would just remove myself from the american continent I like what you oh, said about Hawaii. That's uh, ancient Polynesia. There's an island actually on the other side of the world, which is one of my fail-safes for the apocalypse because I'm like, who's going to be there but some birds? But I would Did have to get there you buy property first. there? Oh, hell no. You can't buy property there. But I mean, it's just so deserted. I'm just going to pull it up on the Google Maps so you can see what I'm talking about. But okay. the island is called Tristan da
0: You said it's in the Pacific or where is
1: it? Oh, girl, let me, I'm about to show you. You're like, where is this?
0: How would you even get there?
1: By would boat? Would you steal your plane? By boat. Mail actually takes a ridiculous amount of time to get there, and they don't get it directly to their island. It's a neighboring island, and then it has to be curried over. Oh, okay, so people do live there currently. But before I zoom out, I just want you to see where it is. Okay. Edinburgh of the Seven Seas. It's an island, not the tiniest, but pretty tiny, but I'm just going to zoom out to show you what's nearby. See how, how far you are. Yeah, you I'm did going. like five zoom. So out. that's the South Atlantic Ocean okay. that you can see oh, there. Atlantic. Let's go further. Oh, okay. Wow. So over there we have Africa, but look how off the coast from Africa a it smack is right dab in the middle smack the dab ocean. basically between Brazil and Africa which is a huge distance considering the size of Africa so yeah. the more you know you know I have weird facts like that <laughs> where you're like Candace how did you know that place was there and it's like well I like wildlife but also I'm like where could I go where zombies would be the least likely did place you to end zoom up in to random parts of the map to find that no it's actually because I I have a thing about birds environmentally and things. It's super important to make sure these places are cared for. Ah, okay. And so it's a remote area of volcanic islands. And I just think it's super fascinating. But then also the other stuff of like, if I could get there and getting there would be problematic for sure, for sure, for sure. But if it was the apocalypse, the likelihood that a zombie is on that island is very small. You now that I've just said this there. to the world, some, some dicks might property. be there. You, you can't though open like a resort
0: <laughs> on the, <I> <laughs> goddamn, no one's gonna come to your resort no i know but just to like be ready
1: for the apocalypse you, you gave I the viewers the money. great tips i did and if i see you bitches there for the apocalypse save me a goddamn spot because this is where you heard it first don't leave me <laughs> out to fucking die give her please, a room please give me a whole ass hill like we got space like Ooh. give me
0: <laughs> you really thought I mean, this out like,
1: no i have I have.
0: You'll have your side with the birds and the mountains.
1: I'm not afraid to admit that I think about the apocalypse on a, re- on a relatively like, a flat earth consistent theories? basis. Well, the apocalypse is possible in several <laughs> different ways. Just a bunch of different ways where the flat earth is completely impossible. So, no. Just think about volcanoes ever erupt in the United States. We done. <laughs> I choose not, not one to the think ways. about that. See? see i can't help it back to angela in motherfucking manhattan she basically asked him if he forgets everything will he still be him though and he's like with my memory gone you're not losing me i'll still be here you'll still have the body and the talents so and she's like true 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 but not the powers but not the powers and squish put this into your fucking head and we are back at the bar again she's still not really believing in him and she's like well bitch, you are talking a real good game if this is real life, make me some life at this moment. Make life, make it come forth from your he hands. This is magic trick with his hands. And he's like, yeah, look at this. It's an egg, and I'm like, bro, you probably should have made something appear that wasn't something like that magicians magic do on the trick. street.
0: It could have came out of sleep. Come on, like, guy. He did the just the tap. Some. Oh, this is a literally. Magic. It's the cheapest
1: trick you get on the streets. I'm like, really, bro. This is not David Blaine. You could have given us some David Blaine, some Copperfield. He's like, look, it's an egg. <laughs> if he just levitated. That'd be that'd be something. If he levitated the egg in his hand, just yeah, put a little like, extra like a it. second
0: so no one would
1: see it it's a little extra on that shit and she's not impressed for good reason she's like okay and it's I not even a also living do that too. And he's like but it's still life so we're having dinner right and she's like it no it wouldn't have a nah, symbolism if it was something else that's why he got denied for his date he was like but i did it we're having a date she's like no bitch we not <laughs> we're not dating this is you cheated and Ooh, i'm not a happy early, yeah is this when he mentions the first time he can transfer his powers into some sort of organic material yeah that if a person anyone. consumed it theoretically they would have his powers. because they're
0: talking about the kids right and that when she thought they were actually biological
1: when she mentions he or won. he mentions they'll have three kids a boy and two girls yeah. and she's like are they gonna be half god children are they gonna be hercules
0: but he said he has to ask ask for consent for these children to have powers i'd want power so like please ish
1: He's, he can be kind of a dick, so I don't know. I'm like, do I do I lose? Do I become as existential and annoying as you do, Dr. Manham? Because if that's the case, keep that shit.
0: I think Topher might get powers. That's my hot take. At least
1: some. That's weird. I mean, I only say that's weird because what the fuck is Topher going to do? He's not even six feet. He's not even five feet. What the fuck is Topher going to do Just besides in the future, like when be Dr. angry? I don't know. But man. I don't know
0: what they concentrate on him a lot or more than the other kids. I feel like he's a reflection wondering. of
1: Angela, but that's just me at this time I don't know if that's relevant but he feels like he's some sort of reflection of Angela as a child as well and this idea of I don't know will Topher follow in her footsteps despite not having the genetic link it seems very likely at this point because they're so similar but yeah after he says all that Angela's like well guess what (laughs) joke's on you bitch because I don't want no kids I never gonna have no kids in fact crack this egg in your goddamn cup I'm out of here and then he drinks it he's like girl thank you I'm He's I sure used to play football beer, right? I like to drink eggs so I'm just gonna drink this right here Ugh. beer and an egg that's not right I don't think that's I've right I've never
0: heard of that combo ever I don't
1: think we should ever hear of it and uh, if you know about <laughs> that listener keep it to yourself we do not need to know do not what countries us. they drink fucking eggs and beer because fuck that fuck that no way I'm just trying to wonder how that would taste I already don't don't wonder I already don't,
0: don't like beer don't so wonder. I would hate this don't wonder
1: I told you my brother used to shit all the time and he was playing football and beer. it was the grossest thing not I ever saw. In just in general, the egg by itself was gross because he would do like seven or eight and I'd be like, You're disgusting. And just like put it in the fucking blender and be like, gotta get big for football. But yeah, if that was beer or just any liquid in which the yolk had to um you know what it is? It's the consistency of the yolk, like the the texture. I just feel like swallowing that when it could easily just like come back up is just fucked up. Yeah, I know. I did that. I'm sorry confessions. Um, he you drinks.
0: saying you did it before you ate an egg before?
1: I have drank Um I okay. have drank an egg before. Oh, and it was horrific. Okay. It was horrific. Of course I've eaten an egg, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I just said eat. <laughs> it's, it's so late. I'm You're so... like my brain is broken. It is 1:90. falling asleep.
1: Me, I'm usually a night owl, so I'm doing yeah, slightly better, I... but I also have a Starbucks coffee. Okay. You
0: um, have an advantage over me. I'm drinking water. Amen. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Coming to the
1: coffee circle. I'm ready. I'm waking up. The water's guys. fine. For
0: you, the audience, I'm waking up.
1: So yeah, he drinks a drink. And then he mentions Tulsa being where she's from. And she's like, bitch, how the fuck do you know where the fuck I'm from? And he's like, uh, well, you tell me six months from now. She's like, again, again with this. Okay, great. But he also does mention he has a blind spot, which you were talking about earlier. I forget. Was that the to me tunnel. or on the podcast? Yeah, the tunnel. Where he doesn't know what happens in this this fuzzy part, but he knows that Angela's at the beginning. And and Angela's at the end. So he knows that's all. Omega shit. Right just tell us he's like no he's like angela i won't tell you either i'll tell you that it ends in tragedy and that i know what that tragedy is but no no don't ask me i'm not going to tell you and once we put this thing in my head i'll never be able to tell you what the tragedy is and that's when angela actually laughs because like the tunnel of love thing like you just said she's like oh that's uh, i see what you're doing here we're coming full circle aren't we full circle okay okay this is your plan the whole time her new favorite song hmm and she's like okay so 10 years and then tragedy i could just leave this shit in your head this is remember to the part of them like going to their new future, and he's like, "You could," and that's all in your hands, dear. And I'm like, "That's a good ass but he answer." Has, she good has no, answer. Choice. She he does have no choice. She knows what's going to happen. Yeah, no.
0: That's why it's annoying because you give the illusion that he these full people shit. have choices, but they don't.
1: And then um, she says he loves them after he gets down on the one knee and puts the thing in his head. And we cut back to Angela back in the crib where she's like, "Baby, we're in trouble." And we're back to after she banged out his skull to remove the thingamabob. And she just floats. (laughs) She's like, John, John. And he's like, bitch, I'm floating. Excuse me. I'm trying to get my (laughs) bearings. Let me live. Now this part, this whole sequence of events was hilarious to me. Because I was like, this is what happens when you date a motherfucker who's on another plane who is godlike. Because what is this? I feel like this is the reality of Superman. You know what I mean? Like they always make it seem like mad chill Superman. But imagine if Superman could teleport and do stuff. Like he would be way ruder to date than what they've let on in the comics because this is the type of shit Angela has to deal with where she's like, okay, bitch, look, it's 2019. I had to wake you up. Okay, people are, there are bad people who are coming to get you, like, right now. And so do you know who you are? Can you say some shit to me? It's weird. You still have Cal's face. What's going on with that? Okay, okay, okay. Maybe you're still trying to reset. I don't know what's going on here. There's no pupils. Yeah, she's like, the kids are upstairs, All right. So maybe if you could just not be blue. Or just, you know, go back to your brown skin, the melanin. Love your brown skin. he's like, bitch, <laughs> excuse me. I, excuse brown me. skin girl. Are <laughs> Brown skin girl. I don't know. Now when I hear that, I think of Lupita's, like, social media video, but... I haven't seen it. It was cute. It was like a thing that Beyonce put together with all these people singing her song, oh. and it was on her Instagram for okay, a while. Okay, I'll have to check it out. So he's completely ignores what she says about the kids because she's like, "You need to change back," and he's like, "No, I need to move forward." She's like, "Bitch, what? I said the children are upstairs. What you doing?" He's like, "I gotta go. Excuse me." And then he's like, "Oh, the clock!" Interrupting her again, and she's like, "Oh yeah, the clock. The clock. Do you remember what happened to this clock? Are you getting in images?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And it's the white knight situation and how he saved her by zapping the second dude.
0: Oh, so he can remember that part. So the love tunnel wasn't completely dark, just the urgent moment. Maybe
1: had. that's maybe that's when the consciousness creeps up in that time that his reflexes enable. But I'm just
0: wondering, before he won the love tunnel, he couldn't see anything during that period. But then, once they're out of it, he's seeing things that happened, like a short... Well, maybe he saw that
1: too, where it's not an explanation, but if he was just, if his conscious mind was only lucid for that moment that he had this subconscious reaction to like life or death scenarios, that can be kind of like what happened in, in the human brain that your conscious mind remembers staying at your subconscious mind. Can't recall because in that moment you were lucid, but now you're no longer lucid. So I don't know, but that's what I'm going with for now. And in that moment, he thanks Adrian because he's over flitting back and forth between past and the future. And we hear that snippet of what Adrian said, like, hey, reflexes, you know, I could pop out and you won't be able to control your powers then. And she's trying to get him to do some shit. She's like, what's going on with you? And he's like, I'm confused. I'm still trying to get my bearings. Excuse me. And then he just fucking, he's like, bye. You know what helps me feel like me, Angela? Walking on water. It's like, I, ever since I did it on Europa, I'm like, what makes me feel like he's me? He's not even going anywhere. He's just but walking. Uh, cosplaying as Jesus, if I can do it, a blue Jesus. And that's what I'm going to do. Because he's literally just walking on the water. And the kids start yelling and screaming, Daddy, Daddy. And it's like they're screaming for their daddy, but the daddy's it's outside walking on water. The pool. And Topher wasn't even in the room with his sisters. He was ready to like fight somebody with his mom. He's like, What we doing? And she's like, Let's go see what your sisters are doing. <laughs> and they go in the room. And of course, Cal is out there being a dick just on the water, like, hmm. Oh, I can still do this. How oh, great. great. You know, is this 72 degrees outside? It's a great temperature. I just, I've just i missed this. Like, whatever he's doing water. out there. And I love that Angela, once again, showing that they are the most ridiculous parents because she didn't even bother lying when Topher's like... I was shocked she did that. Me too. Because Topher's like, oh, wow, that blue man looks like Cal. And she's like, baby, that's because it is. It's Cal. It's your dad. That's him. Yep. <laughs> he's he's a actually a god. And the, the girls are just you know. like, oh, okay, that's is that a full stop is that the end of the sentence okay well all right. those girls are always confused when things happen they're just they've been left on red so many times they were like what happens when you die and they're like nothing <laughs>
0: uh, okay daddy <laughs>
1: uh. no they wasn't okay it was just like uh, uh. <laughs> 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 silence the same thing we got right now
0: and then he talks about how she needs to see him on the pool like it's a sign or something it was just a, no like, that is line. after
1: that's after he's at the kids because she don't run out there until he gets rid of the kids right oh we're yeah I thought we were, like, at the park. We got to mention that. They're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. He looks up like, oh, kids, are you noticing me? (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Where are my children? (laughs) She's like, no, no, no. See, that's not what we're doing. It was okay maybe when you snap shit like that, when it's just you and me. But now when we got whole-ass kids who will need therapy. They already need therapy as it is, given how their parents perished. Yeah, Topher's going through it. Topher's always going through it. So Angela's like, hell no, bitch. What are the kids? Bring them back. Bring back the children. He's like, they're good. Okay. They're, they're Will's granddad. house. She's like, what? <laughs> Will got a house? <laughs> He's a grandfather
0: she doesn't <laughs> trust. Is I taking know. taking care of her children.
1: I love what, because that's, what's that lie that you go. I think we were basically saying at the same time, we were like, that might be my favorite line, but then I might have changed that at the end where she was like, get the fuck up out the pool and tell me where the kids are, bitch.
0: Um, I forget the line. No, that was the line oh when she comes yeah. outside
1: she's like get the fuck about the pool and tell me where the kids are <laughs> motherfucker what are you doing this is not how you parent and he's like angela angela please <laughs> Do these Andy. kids have school like what month are we in they will be going to school tomorrow they will not be going to school tomorrow yeah and she's inquiring for a little bit before he eventually is like oh they with their granddaddy in tulsa just like all nonchalant and shit doing his like i'm looking off to the side having eighteen thousand thoughts at the same time and she's just like what the fuck and then he explains this trip he had to see Will 10 years ago. When yep. he's standing in Early Karnak. No, 10, yep. Right. And Vite is handing him the device. And he's like, So here's, here's the thing. Um, if you got shit you got to wrap up, you probably want to do that right now. And then he teleports over to New York to see Will. And uh, we learn a couple things about what the fuck is up with Will at this stage in his life where he can still walk, but doesn't seem to know anything about Angela, Lady yeah. True, or any of this stuff.
0: We see him in a mansion. Which again, Pedopedia is very helpful to get background information. After Captain Metropolis died, he gave Will his house and I think all of his estate. And in the letter Guilt, guilt, guilt. Yeah, yeah. So there's more. In the letter, I think it's Will, or it might have been an extra document. He discusses how he's repentant for all of his. Whatever, how? <laughs> oh, I know I know I it's, mean, like, I, I know it's not you writing his... this that's just
1: my response to Captain Metropolis is, yeah, oh my I god mean... was I a racist so sorry dude Yeah, here take my property penance
0: in one part he talks about how he didn't want to make the crime busters political and he says that Will was but he noticed he was making it political by just choosing the causes they really wanted to go after and calling crime in some areas of the city black unrest and things like that so it's good that he comes around and sees that what he did was bad. Well, everything's but again, always kind of political,
1: too. And that's yeah. the other thing that's like, come on, man. Especially in these racialized times that they were living in. how How is everything you do not a political act? It's either a political act in support of liberation or and the end of oppression for all marginalized groups or it's the opposite. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. in between. Either you are working for someone's freedom and agency and your own all together as a conglomerate or you're not. And so he was on the side of the not trying to play himself like he was still a good person. That would never be a hot take, another hot take for liberalism in this fucking country because it's sure it's sure enough is that where you're like, well, if I'm thinking good thoughts, you know, I don't want to be political. I don't want to talk about politics right now. I just want to talk about this thing. I mean, wasn't that the whole Taylor Swift thing too? For like most of her careers she never said a public opinion and then she
0: came out to say to votes for someone last year people like oh, Taylor I thought no, you were so political
1: like, please. the bitch I mean, late the bitch I mean, late she has views
0: like every other she person she has a brain
1: and now she can express herself yeah. in a way-ish so yeah I th- I'm one of those people that thinks every action in a sense is a political action because you are revealing yourself you're revealing your ethics your morality mm-hmm. what you believe and so to try to take a cop out like that is something you can do when you have immense amount of privilege it's like the discussion about politics right now where you're like I'm that's not political for me. So I'm taking a step back and it's like, it's not political for you because it doesn't affect your fucking life. It's not political for you because you're not actually the one being attacked or oppressed in a situation. So it's easy for it not to be political because it's not forced upon you. When for other people, people don't want to be political, but it's forced down your fucking throat. Life itself is making it political for you. It is politicizing your color. It's politicizing your gender, politicizing your goddamn sexuality. So we don't have choices out here. What gets politicized? Unless you're a white dude, um, on the down low, like Captain Metropolis. Yeah. You realize that. uh,
0: so a little too late,
1: but donkey at Sorry. least just, he um, get that in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least he found notes. the light at the end of times.
1: That's you being confident. I just feel like that was him trying to keep himself out of out of hell, and I don't think it worked.
0: Well, was so will. It wasn't a religious confession or anything. Oh no,
1: no, I don't. I mean, just his for his existential crisis while he was coming late to life, and he's like, yeah. oh man. Well, some
0: people never get there, so you know we're not super enthusiastic, but I'm happy that he came around.
1: You're happy that Will is living in that man's house.
0: I mean, he has a lot of money. He deserves it.
1: I wish Will would have sold it and lived someplace else because part of me, and I guess this is just actually human behavior that he still laments or probably misses or, you know, had a degree of concern and love and whatever for Captain Metropolis, despite how toxic and fucked up that relationship was. And so keeping this property may be a way to still feel close to him, but highly, highly highly.
0: Mm, it didn't seem that way. Violent. But we didn't have enough time No, 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 no But also in the will, he mentioned that we'll, well, will, will. will... Will and the will. Will and the will. He mentioned that will would probably try to decline the estate. And he told them to keep chasing him down to actually get this estate. And if he kept saying no, put in a trust and hope that he comes back later.
1: No, but also, I mean, he still could have sold that shit. He could turn into a halfway house for the homeless. He could no, no, all kinds of stuff. No, but
0: he just didn't want it for a while and then I don't know what happened, but he eventually accepted the money and the estate.
1: Right. And that's why I'm trying to give him space for what humans do and humans are complicated. And the fact that he was having a sexual relationship in a relationship with him, even though it was obvious he was bigoted, even though it was obvious he was not going to help you with what you wanted to do. He still did it for the kaleidoscope of reasons that would exist for a human to still engage in something that is toxic for them. I'm just wondering if now as an old man, as he's thinking about his life, Like, he didn't know he had a fucking granddaughter. His son was not in his life and had been dead for motherfucking years. So we have to try to imagine what Will's life looks like after June leaves his ass. He is alone. He is isolated. And the only potential connection he had is with Metropolis and maybe other, maybe men that he connected with. But given the circumstance of his own expression of his identity, his sexuality, that potentially would have been a secret too, like Captain Metropolis. And so what kind of life is that and so ultimately if your longest relationship because that looked like it was about 10 year at the very minimum fuck buddy relationship between him and captain metropolis i don't think it was that long but look at the child's age that's what i'm saying like we have to go from when the child is born a baby to when he pulls the makeup off his face so if you wouldn't say 10 wouldn't you at least say eight i mean the child was but
0: were they still together when the family left we don't know that
1: what him and Metropolis? You really think they weren't boning? Uh, let, let's keep it. Let's keep it. One hundred. How many fuck buddies? No, you i don't have? think ten years. No, no. But I'm saying he was still fighting with the Minutemen at that time because he was put on the makeup. So. We are then to assume, especially because when he calls Metropolis to be like, come over here and help me, he's like, Um, no, black and rest isn't my thing, but you can come over and have sex though. But we can do the thing that we always do. So that says to me that the fuck buddiness was still happening. And especially if you have the component of queer people having a hard time finding other queer people in this oppressed society that says you can't be queer out loud, it's gonna be even more important that you hold on to those things that you've connected to because you're not gonna have access to so much. That's why I say I think it's it's complicated, but that's what I like about it, because it's full of nuance. It's not one way or the other where, okay, this guy is bad, this guy is this, or this guy's racist or whatever. So it's done. It's like these shades of things where hopefully, like you said, hopefully, hopefully Captain Metropolis had some degree of self-awareness about his shitty behavior because in his own weird contorted way, he really feels like he loves Will. But I would argue that, you know, bigotry makes it hard to have anything but toxic admiration love is interesting (laughs) it's an interesting (laughs) word to use i don't know but i think that everything that will has around metropolis is is complicated which would make his living there complicated but i get the sense that he was on some adrian shit when john goes over there because he's by himself he's living alone and he has no knowledge of his living kin so
0: yeah yeah I don't, does he even know his son died? Because the mom didn't know, and they, they were in contact with each other for a he while. He didn't say anything
1: to indicate. So maybe I don't think he knew. Maybe yeah. June would have to tell him, but I don't think June was talking they to that talking. bitch. Yeah. And she just died in Vietnam. So yeah, I just think he was fully clued out. And perhaps over the course of the ten years that John is Cal and all this other stuff, that he grows this love and this need to want to be in his daughter's life, or excuse me, his granddaughter's life. Because well. Seems like Only natural. family left, yeah. Yeah, only kin left in the, in the world. So while Cal is talking across time to Will and Angela, Angela's like, so you're talking to him right now. Can you ask him about how he knew about Judd and shit and the Cyclops and the clan robe and his fucking closet? Ask about that shit. And he does. And she exposes the future to him. Well, yeah, because Will's like, I don't know who that is. And then... When John is like, oh, he don't know. She's like, oh, he don't know. Oh, fuck. Is this my fault? I is just this started me? everything. I started it. I sent my grandfather here. What the fuck? What Again, the fuck? Again, chicken the Shit. egg scenario. What? Same time. Exactly. Same time. Same time. Great analogy, Lindelof. I really like it. And Cal is just sort of like, isn't it great that he's dead, though? Like, he's dead. He was a bigot and a racist like he's dead so should we just be happy that he's dead and who cares about the circumstance and he brings up like the whole oh chicken or the egg which came first the paradox and now the answer seems to be that both at the exact same time yes yes and I'm like okay I can go with that so it's I'm sorry after that he's like I'm hungry I'm hungry when someone's (laughs) that's trying to kill you
0: but the uh the thing with her telling her grandfather about Judd Again, this is a paradox, so there's no real answer. But how did she go... How did he tell her back in time that he was Judd? This, he was Cyclops. Because someone would have to figure out he was Cyclops in a clan outfit before that. For her to know, like, the first time someone said something. So just, like, their theories, I that when the these things happen alternate universes diverge and they're in a different one where I guess someone came back. It's just very weird and like well, hard to think because about. Because
1: with Dr. Manhattan and how it works, he makes it seem that we're in a closed time loop. And I think that's where it all depends on the rules of your universe and like what your specifics of, of quantum physics or dynamics, especially when it comes to time travel, is all time stored and thusly it can't change. It is what it is. Or is it a set of variables that can spawn off into different universes or other Earths and things like that? We don't know which is happening in HBO, so it's hard to say about any of those because yes, you could have a another earth or an alternate reality but if all time is fixed and it's been fixed in what will happen since dr manhattan saw it 10 years ago then theoretically no then it's determinism in a sense that it is done he has seen it and all he's doing is going along for the ride so i don't know that's the that's the the less fun version of time stuff but because there's a dr manhattan in the story it kind of denotes that because he knows everything
0: so you're saying that he knew it and told Angela and then she went back and told No, no, I Will, think it's a how, closed loop. How did it happen?
1: I feel like it's a closed loop. So I don't think that, um, like you said, chicken and the egg at the same time. And so there is no first or prior. It's like this infinite loop that keeps going back around. And so unless they say something that, okay, what is in the foggy part of, of Cal's brain or John's brain, Dr. Manhattan's brain, can lead to a set of variables changing... I don't even see how that would work still because he's like, I can see this from before with you. I can see this after with you. I just don't know what's happening in the middle. So that suggests to me that it is fixed, that it cannot be changed, which is what he says to Angela when we get to the end of the episode. She's like, see, you were wrong. And he's like, no, babe, I actually was right. Ooh, there I go. And she's like, oh my God, (laughs) <laughs> and it's so fucked up. And so that's why I say determinism because it doesn't seem at this point in time that they have any tools to disrupt the story. Now, if Lady True comes in, like how I feel like she can be in her awesome Lady True self, she can be like, actually, bitch, I have a time machine and I'm changing the paradigm. So I'm creating alternate realities with this. And it's no longer this fixed system, this fixed reality of what has to happen that Dr. Manhattan has said. But now we have all these alternate realities and we can choose one. But... <laughs> Highbrow, highbrow, (laughs) highbrow. Science, I don't know. We shall see. I don't know. I could just be applying the clown makeup very slowly for you all to see. But I just don't know. And then, yeah, he teleports. He's like, I'm hungry. Excuse me. I'm hungry. (laughs) He's just gone. And I feel like Angela's like, yo, I have to take 30 steps to get where you are. You're such a bitch for that. I thought she grabs the eggs and just throws them. That's well, because like she comes to the kitchen and he's levitating stuff. No, no, no. She had to throw it. He just disappeared, literally, reappears in the kitchen and he's levitating ingredients. Why are you making waffles, waffles at 8 p.m.? Because he's hungry. You have a waffle at 8 p.m. I haven't had one at, at 8 p.m. If people didn't like waffles at 8 p.m., I'd be hungry. Oh, chicken waffles that that I've had, had
0: for dinner. But I'm saying but...
1: IHOP. IHOP is a what is that, aren't they breakfast all day every day? Oh I do not like IHOP, but uh Well some people in America do. God damn, like they they eat pancakes and waffles at seven PM. Did that i make hand. you sick? Yeah, it did. But what that's I mean the concept of a of a waffle. What about college? You never did that? No. Like when you well, not all college have cafeterias have this, but there was always like a thing where you can make like the hotel waffle or waffle. Yeah, but waffle. I never had
0: it for dinner.
1: Please send your flaming messages dinner to Dinner food bowl. should be at dinner. Whoa. Hot. Someone's cake. a little rigid. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I would like for people to write in with all the people who have cereal at night because Nicole has issues. Dinner food is for whenever you want to eat it. If that is eight in the morning, do it. That's my hot take for you guys this week. Don't listen to Nicole. Eat food whenever you
0: feel <laughs> like eating it. I've been doing I mean, do it. Any time Just of the day. don't do it.
1: Now I want you to eat something breakfasty for dinner. Like now I'm going to find a way to make it happen. A
0: cereal if you give me bacon i will eat it because
1: i love bacon honestly it's pretty american my weakness it's pretty american angela comes in there she sees him levitate and she's like give me these damn eggs <laughs> she throws it on the crowd and i thought he was gonna try to put his powers in the egg and like feed it to her but i don't know maybe he put it in the flour or something in a soda or juice in the interim. Because he's yeah, always thinking. We don't know
0: how far he got in the recipe.
1: Well, he's always thinking so many steps ahead. So he could have, who knows where he could have put it. Just knowing that Angela will drink this eventually or eat this eventually. And then have my powers.
0: <laughs> I'm dead. Here's some waffles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also because we know Dr. Manhattan can now see because of the things out of his head. Did he plan? He, he probably definitely did. He would know that Will would go to Lady True for help for whatever's going to happen. So like you said, for the time machine. Will telling Lady True, hey, this is going to happen in the future. You need to prepare. Mm-hmm, Seems to be mm-hmm. part of his plan.
1: Indeed. Remains to be seen, but that sounds like a good theory.
0: Oh, wait. Remember you threatened to kill me during this episode? Well, yeah, because you were a jerk. I and was going to tell everyone. Yes, so yes you were. Like, yes, you were. I think Angela's going to die. She would not stop.
1: Not only was she I vocalizing was this shit, she kept on vocalizing. I was like, can you stop? You're about to get assaulted and kicked out of this <laughs> studio because she's like, Angela's going to die. This is it. Angela's dead. Angela's dead. Scared. And I was like, you need to. I see that's how you deal with your fear. And so now I know better that you're just going to be like, my fave is going to die. Well, once that's-
0: Cal died, well, but king- he's not dead. Well, not. No, the cow the non dr manhattan memory cow is dead but he's still there dr manhattan he's not <laughs> he's not the same he's like sassy now and
1: like i know the future and the past they have been all the same he has brains time. now previous cow was just pretty he and, wasn't the brightest thing yeah but you I know he was like, like angela are we people. safe angela i have to read off this cute card about our life and now it all makes sense it all makes sense i don't think she was like Babe, let me homeschool you so people can believe it's real. I think she skipped all that. She was like, read this one book, and that's it. That's fine. Just stay here, <laughs> look pretty, raise the kids. It's good. Read a book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. She's freaking out because she's concerned about Lady True after she throws the eggs down. She's like, listen, I'm concerned about Lady True because Lady True definitely seemed like she knew that you were you and you were here with me. And that's, I'm concerned because what does that mean? Also, the seventh Calvary. They're coming. They're coming. We got to do something. He's like, oh, pause, pause, um, babe. They're here. They're outside. They've been setting up their artillery for five minutes. And she's like, "Bitch, why did you? Why did you say anything to me? What do you mean? I gotta get my guns." And he's like, "Because it doesn't matter, Angela. Because it's all fucked anyway, boo." So I was trying to eat a waffle before I got <laughs> before I detained die. and kidnapped. Right. I was just trying to have one last waffle. Where are the neighbors in this neighborhood? I well, they think don't exist. You notice? Or oh, they're in Seventh Calvary too. That's
0: oh, oh, oh! That would be it. That'd That's be my choice. other hot take. all the houses were dark. I feel like you'd see seven cars roll up at oh my 10 gosh. p.m.
1: And Angela proving why she's my fave. That even though John is like, oh, it's over, it's done. Like, I'm just trying to have a little snack before they come and get me. She's like, no, bitch, Um, we got to stop these hoes. So, excuse me, I got to go to my massive gun closet, my John Wick stash, Behind and get all my weapons. Painting. Yes, because she's not ready to accept there's nothing they can do. She's like, oh, because there is something I can do. Like, I can go out shooting at the very least. I can go out shooting these hoes. And I'm so glad she shoots so many of those bitches before... She ends up in her set it off situation. But he just watches her like, oh, look at her go. I love her so much. I love her so much. And then he says like, listen, babe, this is the moment. This is the moment I fell in love with you. My God, I already told you it's useless. It's pointless. Nothing can happen. Nothing can be saved. And you're going to do it anyway. And she's like, I'm sorry. Was that supposed to be romantic? Was that supposed to make me feel better in this moment? Because it doesn't. It doesn't. Excuse me. I got to go shoot people.
0: Doesn't she ask um, like, oh, didn't you love me before as well?
1: Well yeah. Oh, yeah. she says something like, Oh, so right now you fall in love. And he's like, uh, No, me. girl, <laughs> don't you remember I experienced I've time. And she's like, you. Stop, stop. Bye. I know how you experience Goodbye. time. You're experiencing time and all the times and all the places. Great, great, great. Fine, excuse me. I gotta go shoot people, if you don't mind. Thank you. And she goes and he just looks at her like, Oh, look at my Look at my violin It's my bag. baby. It's my babe. She's a killer and I love it. And she goes out, guns blazing. And this actually reminded me, like I said to you, because I'm a big Xena fan, that was like this, the series finale of Xena where she's like in the land of Chin and she's basically fighting a whole army. And for the show, if you've never seen it, like Xena was, would easily... And a lot of fights just do away with people, but the concept of hundreds of people in an army with like weapons coming at her body—it's like a little absurd. And so this whole time she's fighting and she's fighting, and it gets to the point where she's mowed through a lot of people, but she's taking arrows and she's still moving. This is what it felt like for me—that type of level of epic warriorness for a woman—is that she just goes out there, she doesn't think twice about. It. She's like, "Fuck you, Cal, you." Fucking asshole! Let me go and kill these people. And she's like, "Boom, headshot! Boom, headshot! Boom, body shot! Boom, headshot!" And then so she gets in a car and she's on her Queen Latifah from Set It Off, where she's like, "Bitch, I'm driving in a hail of bullets. You can't stop me. I have so much fucking badassery that you can't stop this." And she's literally not stopped until someone shoots out the engine or a tire or something. And they almost kill her. Almost. I would have left the room. Cal was like, "Skirts." No, I said, "I said we're not recording tonight. If Sister Night is killed, I'm leaving." I'm leaving and I'm so glad she owned oh, the podcast. But also you were triggering me. You were triggering me the entire yeah, time. It was fucking I mean, rude. I was just scared, honestly.
0: No, I see how you did
1: with it. now I was I'm getting like, oh, ready oh, wow. to wow. be sad. By putting me.
0: I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> In the worst, I have to do it. Worst
1: scenario. Oh, I mean, and so alive. just before she is just before she gets murdered, Cal appears and he's like exploding heads like water balloons. Ooh, he just points Boop. and then. You, too. Pretty cool. And you hold these bullets right here. Hold them, hold them, hold them. You, too, you're going to lose your head. You over there, explosion like a blood bag. <laughs> and and like
0: directing traffic. He would do two hands and two hands again. He's and out and, uh, of flex to give
1: even when he's killing people. And I appreciate it. Angela, I mean, this is like, it's like two killers in love because look at y'all. You just got, you got bodies right now, but they're racist bodies. So who can really feel bad about it? <laughs> and she's looking at him like, oh, boo. And he's looking at her like, boo, you're amazing for just coming out here and just taking on the world for me. And she's like, you're amazing for coming out here and exploding heads like berries and grapes. I just love when you do that, especially when it's the racist people. And they can barely bask, you know, because Angela's trying to be like, see, babe, I told you. See, babe, I told you. Love, survives love persists to all and he was like no babe wrong. that's not how wrong. it works i'm still you're gonna die you're wrong or, or be teleported i can't even finish this sentence bye
0: <laughs> she's like you just, "Out." you just watch him stand right in front of the cannon
1: no he's like i'm gonna make this easier for y'all i'm here in front of the cannon. i feel like you could have zapped okay, your ass I'm, back okay, inside bro i'm
0: a level cool
1: should have zapped his ass back inside he did not he's like let me just line myself yeah, up it, for it you had to be. and then they zap his ass to the secret room under Judd's house where undoubtedly he gets put into some cage where the basketballs were, and Lori is over there, like, oh my God. She's like instant lady boner. That looks like Dr. Manhattan. She's like, Can we be held in the same cell, please? <laughs> <laughs> Can y'all just she let me out of a chair? That in a sassy <laughs> way. If especially if you think you're gonna die. Get one last romp or try to. I understand it. I understand I it. Mean, Lori. Do you, Lori? Do you? Oh, this is during this whole sequence of events with Angela being a badass, where it's like emerging of her sister night persona and her actual persona because she's like, no mask needed. I'm just going out there and fuck shit up. It is an original score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of The Nine Inch Nails. And I believe I mentioned that earlier. But this particular track was entitled Lincoln Tunnel. And so interesting. Because we have puns here, Lincoln Tunnel for anyone who lives in New York, that's a thing, but also the tunnel thing, because of the thing Angela said last episode, what is said? This episode by both her and Dr. Manhattan, the song that he says is now their new favorite song. It's just obviously there's stuff after he's violently teleported somewhere, we cut back to their first date in the bar in Vietnam, and Angela is just basically like, "Thanks, no thanks. I'm not trying to be in a predestined tragic relationship, so goodbye.. <laughs> And he's like, holla, 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 holla. <laughs> he doesn't say it like that, but that just came out. Oh, wait. I think you wrote this quote down. You you tweeted about it.
0: I did. Oh, my favorite quote. Um, all relationships end in tragedy. Yeah. Which I never thought about that. Either someone dies. I talk about
1: a way to get a date. If someone's like, this this has the most tragic ending I've ever seen. I, I would like to no skip it. There's no hope. And he's like, but... Isn't there no hope for everyone? How- <laughs> That's literally what he says. That's He's so like, no dark. one has any hope. So let's not have hope together. Because I know you at least are interested. I mean, because what obviously. a
0: romantic thing to say to someone. Truly. Dr. Life Manhattan is futile. Romance. Oh,
1: my God. Who's going to make those Valentine's Day cards? I will. For, for from someone who wants them, I will make them.
0: Well, you're <laughs> like, there's uh, the ones you got in elementary school where they're the tiny paper ones.
1: Our relationships and <laughs> then yeah, like, relationships- come be tragic with me because our relationships end in tragedy. Be my Valentine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) After he says that, she's basically like, True, true, you have a point. He's like, Right, so can we have dinner then? And then she just kinda replies, Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? And we end to a song by Jackie Wilson entitled A Woman, a lover and a friend. Which is totally what Angela has going on with Doctor Manhattan, is that they are able to talk, they're able to commune, they're able to relate issues of loneliness, isolation, feelings of that, but also like this obvious soul connection. That's it. Oh actually it's not. We, no, come, no, back no, to Adrian. A, we come back the to the scene. Right. I the How could I one. forget the motherfucking audio from fucking Crookshanks and Phillips? That Time's was so weird. I thought
0: someone was getting like killed. I thought he was killing the clones.
1: I thought someone was digging in a bullet wound, but I was like we haven't seen anyone yeah, it get shot. Really gross. So these Foley effects are really gross and weird. And we hear voices saying alternating between the Crookshanks and the Phillips asking Adrian, will you stay master? And then you hear Adrian say no. And then you hear like a squish, a slam and a squish. And we realize that's a tomato being slammed in his face. Yeah. They are juicing tomatoes with his nose. Because they're so mad that he wants to leave, and I'm like, you guys, this is, not, this is not this is not the punishment throws. I had in mind when you guys were like, guilty, guilty. I did not see this coming. I did not see that coming.
0: I thought it'd be more intense, like an execution, or I submit
1: to you that getting like tomato jail. juice in your eyeball and in your nose oh, is, is unpleasant. It's yeah. A ple- yeah, it's not. He's not having a great time. No. So I guess they're winning in that sense. I love tomatoes. I don't know. Tomatoes are good, but I don't want none in my nose. That's true. They're like on his. Like, like consistently, right. <laughs> After that, we cut to Adrian in some sort of old-looking cell, some old-fashioned cell. And I'm like, was this cell included in the manor? Because I have questions so. about the original Crookshanks and Phillips. Because why do they have cells in their manor? There what is, is that? There is hay in what the is bed. I'm, was... I'm just saying, why they got jails in the manor? Who does that? They also had a church in the manor. I, again, they have money. I have They're lots sh-money. of questions They're about sh-money. these people. Lots of questions. And he's reading a book. Did you ever, were you able to zoom in and see what that book was? I didn't no, catch it. No, it was kind of blurry. Like, well, we'll see if we can find out for next week. Another Phillips comes in and brings a cake and we learn that this is the first Phillips. Yes. The original Adam Phillips.
0: Shout out to River. She, on Twitter, she actually guessed this and I was like, good for you.
1: That he was the very first Adam Phillips? Yeah, we have some smart listeners. Good shit. Yes. Phillips 1.0 is like, well, can I bring you another book? And He's like, no, I, I like this one. It's fine you wouldn't understand anyway why i think it's right and i just love the way the petty works on this old or this first one because he's like oh is it because it's because your big blue daddy he left you here he left you here to abandoned you here on earth <laughs> he's petty. petty olympics he's like he never looks back he doesn't care about you doesn't think about I you. i hate to see it <laughs> so first adam is also first petty officer of all the clones <laughs> on europa it's very clear the p in philip is for petty yes he basically is like, look, man, I'm the first bitch. I saw heaven made before my very eyes. I saw my blue friend, my blue god, my blue master, raise buildings and grass and shit and whole flowers from the ground. You know how amazing it is to see flowers formed for your eyes. And Adrian's like, I mean, I, I could guess, but I, I could tell you, I'm not really that interested in the content. And he's essentially like, um, heaven was made here before my eyes. Like I literally saw it myself. Why is it not enough for you? It's perfect. And this is when Adrian goes into his shit where he starts laughing and says that his home is a bunch of miles away and with the eight million of his kids who need him. Waiting in their need cribs. Need him. Wait. And it's like, God, first of all, your narcissism, your hubris, it's annoying. It's annoying, Adrian. But also you're really wrong because if one thing we do know is that Lady True is answering the needs of people, whether they're real or not. Whether you need something real that is true and tangible, Lady True is like, I got that shit for you. I got that shit for you. You want to alarm system? Are you Lady I got True that shit. PR? <laughs> I told you I stand for Lady True, <laughs> but also I really do think this is a major juxtaposition that will continue to happen between Adrian and Lady True because, to me, they're both very similar, even though they're complete opposites. Because they have to be, courtesy of the patriarchy and their gender, that they both are like I have the answer. Mm-hmm. It's me. I'm solving it. But one is less annoying than the other, and that's that's Lady True. She's less annoying. So, and I stand by my and, Adrian. My, yeah she's less she's way less annoying than yeah Jen. and she's actually doing stuff do you know what i mean like we could argue about the the cephalopods and the squids and and okay this stopped the cold war this that and the other but realistically lady true's bomb for the soul her placebo effects they're helping somebody people think they're getting effects whether or not those are real effects or something else but his reality of like people need me no people need Potentially Lady True and her clones. She's cloning dogs. She's cloning people. She's building towers. I'm just saying that he clearly has no idea of what Lady True is up to. Truly. Because if he did, would he really say the word need?
0: Was, did he know about Lady True? I don't think he did. Well. Before he left.
1: I would argue. Because maybe she wasn't born yet. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. That's impossible. Because remember what they said. Lady True went to MIT at 15. And she graduated at 19 and then whatever, at 30. All we know is that Adrian's at least been there, you know, for 10 years, right? If we go based on this timeline that we're dealing with with Cal slash Dr. Manhattan. And he sent a previous episode that indicated like four years at the very least he was unhappy. So there you have it. So Lady True would have had to have been alive and a genius. That he would have been aware of, but maybe, you know, oh, I'm taking I'm taking for granted because she's a woman, because she's over here. I don't know. But he had to, he would have had to been aware of Lady True because she's been doing shit for years. You can't get to a trillionaire in just five years, I guess. Takes ten to fifteen. And so if she was like, I did this at fifteen and then I did this at thirty, to me that's enough space for him to know what a Lady True is and but then the ten years he's been away or potentially had less access to what's happening on Earth, he could not know that she has risen to Zuckerberg times Google times Twitter Twitter times insta times <laughs> Amazon times robotics times Tesla like literally every major company doing something innovative 3D printing it's all lady true so yeah so that's where I think that that's security, my heart for right now yeah huh? yeah she's she's literally everything yeah so and that was wasn't that kind of Adrian's thing to be like I'm the big brain and I'm gonna orchestrate all this stuff like she bought his company yeah, for his that purpose company. right yeah. mm-hmm. right so who needs adrian listeners if you have any comments let me know lady true lady true lady true maybe that'll be our first merch shirt just lady true over and over again on the shirt (laughs) lady true lady true and so after he has his own sad pathetic hot take for himself about him not wanting to be in heaven because heaven doesn't need him adam 1.0 is like well eat your fucking cake he cursed i was like (laughs) oh all right i like the 1.0's because they have foul language
0: yes he had time to mature
1: which had seven candles by the way and um Does
0: that mean anything special? I don't think so. You said it was
1: seven. I will revisit. I don't know. I feel like my brain is starting to like uh you know, like when the flicker out, like when the when the the connection is loose. Yeah. <laughs> so the flicker is happening. So I don't know. We'll come back to that. But when he tears open the cake, after he blows out the candle, he notices a thing and it's a fucking horseshoe in there. And, and he's, he's really delighted. So excited. So excited. He's, uh, he's overjoyed. He kind of sounded like, like um a Furby or like one of those happy gremlins, like before they become the gremlin. Mm-hmm. I think, right. you know, like those sounds they make. That's reminded me of Adrian. Oh, right? He yeah. was like a manic giggle. Like it was just it was weird.
0: I think it sounds like every Scrooge movie where they find out they have to buy toys for the kids outside. And they just like go outside really happy, like ee! and like that weird stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I said a manic... Furby or Gremlin but you that's yeah we're on the same page with that tis
0: the season for Christmas and he starts scraping references. at the shits and
1: I'm like Lord I hope I hope there's a code or something because if you just scraping at that yeah, metal why it's why gonna, give gonna take a, a minute knife? but I guess you have nothing but time so yeah. whatever but also won't Adam 1.0 hear you but what about
0: Adam 1.0 he has ears I think you wanted him to leave or he's letting him go
1: I don't know well, well, act- I that's just a true answer I don't know yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't think he messed up with that in the cake who knows? Yeah. I don't think he cares about what's in the cake. It's one of them other versions that maybe still trying to please him. Mm-hmm. By him I mean actual Adrian. Because mm-hmm. that's obviously a thing that they want to please their master and they call him master. And they're probably delighted to see him after Cal, you know, disappeared. And they are like, Hey, we're we're there was the only other person that looked different from us is gone and then he shows up and they're like, Oh my god, a new master, hey <laughs> and Then he's like, Fuck y'all, fuck yeah. I don't even like I don't even like it yeah, here. He just kills them and they're all. like, Oh well shit. They throw tomatoes. So, yeah, that's essentially the end of the motherfucking episode after those end credits. And we get some previews for next week. And it looks like a lot of shit's going down, which is to be expected. Yes. Season finale. Not the series finale, which, yay, doesn't say that. It says season finale. And I'm excited to get there because I'm just, I'm just trying to get to Laurie. I'm trying to get to that first response to motherfucking Dr. Manhattan getting zapped. Hopefully they forgot to zap his clothes so she can really have a treat. Oh. And he's in the thing. And she's like, oh, my God. What? Keen. I'm excited now, for her one-liner. Bad. It's going to be a good one. And then Keen, oh, you know it's going to be good. And Keen is like, I told you you'd care. And she's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. But you're right. I care.
0: <laughs> I'm I care now. hoping that Keen dies in the next episode.
1: Me too. He's I hope he dies while he's goes trying wrong. to make himself a god. Yeah. yeah. Because he's clearly trying to do that. And it's like, ew. He's awful. Ew. Gross. This never works out well for you types of villains that are like, I'm going to orchestrate an accident that can make me like this other and person. I will monologue
0: while doing it
1: it almost always goes wrong you know what i mean like it always we
0: can only hope for him
1: i really hope i really really this hope awful character i hope that Lori gets to watch him die instead of watching her ex die because that would suck for Ooh. all of us yeah yeah i mean that could happen that would be uh, rude to can you imagine like much. you just get back someone you love so much that you call every fucking week and speak into the ether which is just lady true <laughs> uh, while she's having breakfast and then that motherfucker gets zapped in And you're like, oh, my God, you're here. There's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to do. And then they're like, (laughs) skirts. he's dead. Like, holy (laughs) shit. Like, that's a mind fuck. Lori will need therapy. She'll need to retire from the FBI. And quite frankly, wouldn't she deserve it after she got snatched up like that? Where's Agent Goober? I'm sorry. I just it, it occurred to me that Agent Goober should be concerned is that his boss is nowhere there? to be found. Oh, He still is there. Agent Goober was the one who went to Looking Glass where Looking Glass was at and was like, "Yo, oh, was all in the people bunker. dead, yeah, right?" Yeah, yeah. I don't so know. we don't know where Looking Glass is, but I hope that he—that's one of my predictions—that he will show up and do something that will help Angela. I don't think and the he'll crew. even show up. Wow. All right. Well, you mean, place your bets. You, mean you just Petey? said that. What? Petey? I'm talking about Looking Glass.
0: Oh, I thought you were still talking about Goober.
1: Oh Who no, I no, no! Hey, I'm saying Looking Glass. I'm be saying back, where is Katie Agent Goober? Agent Goober needs to do his fucking job and find where Lori oh, is I and be yeah. a decent agent. Where Looking Glass needs to be a decent person and make up for his um, snitching on Angela and appear at this bunker to save the day. That's what I think. Yeah. So think those so. are my mini predictions and wants. We do see that Angela somehow ends up there, which makes sense. And, of course, Keenan the Thing with a cocky smile on his face. Dr. Manhattan's like, there. Please explode yourself while you are giving that cocky racist smile. So, But, yeah, that's essentially it, guys. Yeah. I guess we can go to our favorite lines. So
0: this line really spoke to me. I felt it. I also tweeted about it. <laughs> and I de- I finally have a quote of the week that I'm not just trying to find when we're trying to do the last section. So listen up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, here we go. But I cannot get serious with someone if I know it's just going to end in tragedy. By definition, don't all relationships end in tragedy? See, you got to be
0: vulnerable, (laughs) y'all. That's a life lesson right (laughs) now. Dr. Nicole is in.
1: (laughs) Send all your relationship questions. Don't.
0: (laughs) I will give bad advice. Don't don't do that. don't
1: that. (laughs) Don't do that at all. All right, let me go to my line. It is not poignant. It is not profound. It's petty. Which, which one? me? Oh, which one? I'm oh, excited to hear it. We'll I'm very excited. It's all right. That's safe. No. Uh-uh. Get the fuck up off the pool and tell me where they are right now. <laughs> 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 <Same here. laughs> I'll use the pool one. Yeah. Yeah, because that shit was so fucking funny to me. I'm like, this is straight relationship problems for fucking superheroes and shit. Like where else are you gonna ever hear a line delivered like that? Get the fuck up off the pool and tell me where the children are. You can't just teleport our babies across seas and shit. They're not across the sea, Angela. They're across the town. That'd we be so your to play out of context to
0: someone. Just yes. what is happening in the show?
1: Yo, you could add this to one of those cards of humanities, and it's just lines from Watchmen, and you will confound and amaze. Ooh, I'm oh my god! Business If someone idea. does that shit, hit me up with royalties, you motherfuckers. <laughs> New York rent is <laughs> pay her expensive. her worth ah <sighs> but that's it y'all that's it we yeah. reached the end i know this episode may i'm long. and if I'm we so are repetitive excited. it's because we are without sleep yes. and some of the brain cells are lost per usual you can
0: email us at a sister night pod and you can add us on twitter a yeah, yeah, yeah. sister night pod no our email is sister night pod people are actually following us now despite we our shitty lot, social media we have pretty we've got
1: awesome followers yeah. too yeah how
0: many do we have
1: 35 right now
0: <laughs> I'm, proud. I'm like no I'm, I'm for us that's a thrill I'm not on twitter i said sure zero followers so i'm happy no i right that's why i said for someone that's awesome. probably laughable
1: but for us yeah we're it's really excited amazing because initially it was just like three or four and, it was and we were people so, so desperate we like police follow us on twitter
0: but it's really great uh conversing with you guys you give really insightful observations yeah, you know, we're just so smart. Yeah. We have some smart followers. Shout out to everyone in the Watch Main <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> I haven't used that for a while. I totally forgot
1: the Watch Main. Yeah, 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 Main. We gotta start using it. I don't know why I keep giving that Terrence Howard accent, but you kind of got to. Yeah, you, you gotta give it some pep. Well, listeners, thank you so much for joining us for another week of ridiculousness and yelling and what the fuck was that? Um, as usual, like theories, queries. <laughs> suggestions <laughs> however ridiculous it may be we don't care send it all in um, but otherwise we will talk to you mofos in a week or less than less than yeah, I suppose maybe. But yeah, until next time sister night out bye peace